Ten over, practice for the work, gal brace, position, gymnast, bloody way that you wine and jiggle it. Ten over, practice for the work, gal brace, position, gymnast, in front the mirror, gal take a flick. Turn wrong, look back, take a pick. Whining skill, show them you have it. You master all of the tricks. Drop down flat and make your body split. Tick tock, how are you? Tick tock, wine to the wine to the base. Now. Keep whining, you whining your waist now. Then over, practice for the work. Gal brace, position, gymnast, bloody way that you whine and jiggle it. Then over, practice for the work.
fire put a spark in your back You no stiff now, no starch in your back Alright now, Jen fam Give me the wine you been from Me give you the long extension Me pension I you me want you spend pan Me own the bumper rent Hot girl just bubble Like a bubbling queen You a bubble pan, bubble You a bubbling the tree Sent her forward Hot girl a bubble for the team She a bubble in a party A bubble in a dream Gasa Give me room for pasta The girl here shake her bumper faster When she drop it on the floor A one disaster The bumper need prayer Go call the pasta Lo, 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 lo Wine bombs he get lo, lo, lo Girl bend don't put a arch in your back. Girl bend don't put a arch in your back. Wildfire put a spark in your back. You no stiff now, I'm no starch in your back. All right now, Jen Fang, give me the wine you bend from. Me give you the long extension. Me pension, I you me want to spend pan. Me own the bumper rent. Hot girl just bubble. Like a bubbling queen, you a bubble pony bubble, you a bubbling between. Sent her forward, hot girl a bubble for the team. She a bubble in a party, a bubble in a dream. Gasa, give me room for passa. A girl here shake her bumper faster. When she drop it on the floor, a one disaster. The bumper need prayer, go call the pastor. Lo, 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 lo. Wine bombs he get lo, 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 lo. Girl bend don't put a arch in your back. Girl bend don't put a arch in your back. Wildfire put a spark in your back. You know stiff now, no starch in your back. All right, no.
morning. Happy Monday. Thank you so much. Lord, we thank you. We woke up today. Good morning to all of our listeners around the world. Logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And a pleasant good morning to everyone listening online, JohnnoRadio.com. One cup of coffee, It is Monday, November 14, 2022. We are live on Clubhouse. And that's where our studio audience says, it is Move It Monday, and we're doing it in Soka style. Babe, I'm still in love. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee Into World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on TikTok, Moments With Me Media. Follow, like, share, and comment. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. Out of the Caribbean corner, Bahamas. <laughs> Authorities investigating crypto exchange, FTX. You know they have a saying, um, slow but sure or slow and steady wins the race. Not knocking the crypto thing, but I will say this. I'm glad I'm not one to jump on every get rich. You know what? Let me leave that alone. 17 migrants rescued um, by cargo ship brought to Cayman. MOU signed to improve air quality. Well, air connectivity, rather, between Dutch Caribbean islands. Filmed in Nevis, Christmas in Paradise is now available. Out of Jamaica, Arajet's first flight from the Dominican Republic to Kingston is expected today. And the Prime Minister cites lack of suitable lands to adequately address the housing needs. Also out of Jamaica, racist derogatory pitches are now deep in local politics. In news out of North America, Democrats keep Senate as control of House remains undecided. And why elections are not over until the votes are certified. In international news, a cruise ship with 800 COVID-positive passengers docks in Sydney, Australia. In Latin America, climate change puts Cuba's agriculture under threat and advocates welcome TPS extension for citizens of six countries. In business and tech news, Elon Musk heads to court over Tesla pay that made him the world's richest person. In sports news, the Dolphins are on a roll. And in entertainment news, Aaron Carter dies without having a will. We're going to have the details of these stories and more coming up after a little more Soka here to wake us up. Well, wake me up. Let me put it. Let me get it right. Man, one wine behind me, me have to move and just see. 
She stepping out the room, a big Glock on the dresser She want a Zessa, a real trend Set a blue notes in her pocket cause he have real cheddar She want a Zessa, with big Beretta Extended clip, rubber grip and copper She want a Zessa, cause she wetter Gucci and polo, big chain on the necker Cause she a Zessa, a Zessa, Zessa, Zessa man Big long chain and big slave band Cause she a Zessa, a Zessa, Zessa, Zessa man Big long chain and big slave band Cause she a Zessa as a as a salmon, big long chain and big split, but he Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone logged on and listening online on JanoRadio.com. And of course, I gotta say thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you are listening to Coffee in Tow World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can find me on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. That's M I for the me. It is Monday, November 14th. Quarter past the top of the hour. We're doing it in Soka Styling for Move It Monday. Strictly Soka. Coming up after this one, we're going to get into the details and we're starting off with the Caribbean corner. Keep it locked.
is time for me to give it to you. Give me the details of the stories that developed over the weekend. Here we go, Caribbean Corner. get into the stories hope everyone had a wonderful weekend got some rest if that was needed got some things done if that was on your to-do list had some fun i hope you did all right ready to face the week new opportunities right that's what we look forward to um and we're gonna embrace the challenges and challenges shape us they help to shape our character all right so let's get ready to have an amazing week. And thank you so much for starting it off right here with me on Coffee Intel. First up, Bahamas authorities investigating crypto exchange FTX, which we all know, I'm sure we've all heard by now, has crumbled. FTX has filed for bankruptcy. Yep, and the, they're struggling to find a um, buyer for the arena here in Miami, which is home to the Miami Heat. Ah, Miami Heat. Let me get that right. Yep. So investigators from the Financial Crimes Investigation Branch are working closely with the Bahamas Securities Commission to investigate if any criminal misconduct occurred at cryptocurrency trading firm FTX. The Royal Bahamas Police in a statement said this is in light of the recent collapse of FTX globally and the provisional liquidation of ftx digital markets limited ftx filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy protection last friday the ftx crypto fallout has sent shockwaves throughout the industry on november 10 the security commissions of the bahamas froze the assets of ftx digital markets and its related parties the commission also suspended the registration and applied to the Supreme Court of the Bahamas for the appointment of a provisional liquidator of FTX Digital Markets Limited. On November 11, the commission had to address a statement made by representatives of FTX, which advised per Bahamian HQ's regulations and regulators, we have begun to facilitate the withdrawals of Bahamian funds. As such, you may have seen some withdrawals processed by FTX recently as we complied with the regulations. The Securities Commission of the Bahamas advised that it has not directed, authorized, or suggested to FTX Digital Markets Limited the prioritization of withdrawals from Bahamian clients. The Commissioner well, the commission further noted that such transactions may be characterized as voidable as preferences under the insolvency regime and consequently result in clawing back funds from the Bahamian customers. In any event, the commission said it does not condone the preferential treatment of any investor or client of FTX Digital Markets Limited or otherwise. Today, the Associated Press published a story where FTX confirmed there was unauthorized access to its accounts hours after the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on Friday. The cryptocurrency company was founded by Sam Bankman Fried. The Daily Mail has reported that the 30-year-old is said to be in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, you have to take bad things, make joke, right? Yep. Um, I don't care what y'all want to call me. I really don't care. You know, scared money don't make money. <laughs> Lord, let me tell you something. I'm glad I'm a pro procrastinator when it comes to certain things, especially when it comes to money and investments. Never been a wagonist, never will be, not quick to jump on schemes. I have learned my lesson. I remember years ago, probably back in 2000, I want to say about 2007, 2007, yeah. I remember someone I know from Jamaica called me and said, hey, there is this, you know, investment that's going on in Jamaica. And a lot of people are on board. You need to jump on board. You know, you can really make money. I'm like, okay, tell me more about it because... It's good to diversify, right? You can't have all your eggs in one basket. So I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. And I'm listening and I'm listening. And I'm like, mm, something just don't sound right. I called my father and I'm like, I said to him, you know about this thing? And he said, stay clear. Don't do it. Don't even think twice about it. And I'll never forget his words. Slow and steady wins the race. Don't join hype. It is better for your money to grow over a long time, long-term investment, than a quick thing. Because you don't know what you're getting caught up into. i never forget that. That has stayed with me. I say this, I've said this before. You can't lose off of real estate. Land can't spoil. You don't have to buy a house. Just buy a piece of land. If you can find a corner lot in an upcoming um, city or town, municipality, whatever you want to call it, do that and sit on it. Or, you know, when this crypto thing getting hot, I'm not knocking it, not knocking it. It has been good for some people. But that message just stayed in with me. And that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach. Uh, and what would always puzzle me is that I could never get a good explanation from those who deal in it, right? I could never get a real good explanation that would make me feel, you know what, I have $100 to spare or I have $500 to spare or I have $1,000 to spare. Let me look into investing it. And you know, some may say, oh, no, it's because you didn't really take the time to research it and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot to research. It's a lot to research. Yeah. So for those, and here's the thing, it's not insured. So it's not protected. You lose, you lose, right? Kind of, kind of like the stock market. You lose, you lose. <laughs> Certain things I will never put my money on. Call me scared. I really don't care. Yep. So who gained unauthorized access? And I'm putting that in air quotes as they're doing in the media. Who gained unauthorized access 
<laughs> but the 30-year-old is said to be in the Bahamas chilling. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. Feel it for those who have lost. Really feel it for those who have lost. You hear me laughing? It ain't no joke because I know that some people dumped a lot of money into the crypto world, into the digital market world. A lot of people dumped their money in there and now they are regretting it. Some people took out mortgages on second mortgages on their home. And oh, another tip. There's a difference between a homeowner and a home buyer, right? So there are a lot of home buyers who took out second mortgages on their homes and dumped it into the digital market world. Yeah. Be careful, folks. It's not every fad you have to run back up. Take your time and do Good research. Do your research. Protect yourselves as best as possible. And while I'm um, giving out, you know, a little advice here and there, I'm not a financial broker, not a financial planner, none of the above, right? But I will say this. You know what? Let me Let me leave it alone. Let me leave it alone. Um, Run rising. Good morning, Afo. How are you? I'm oh, good. Yeah, man. Puss and dog have a set look. Plain and simple. So you can't tell me that they don't know who gained unauthorized access to the point that. It, it, listen, man. To this end? Now. I don't know what's going to happen to the arena in Miami. The FTX arena was just last year, if I'm not mistaken, that they bought it or took it over. So now they need somebody with good money, right? Um, I said to who was it? I said it to somebody um over the weekend that you know this is an opportunity probably for black investors to pool their resources and own the arena buy it out it's home to the miami heat you know we need to start making moves and this is an opportunity here so let's see if any black investors will take it up or if it's going you know if others will or you know yeah i don't know so that's that go ahead afo Nah, it's, it's all good. I try to be positive. You know I, mean? <laughs> I am really trying. I'm really trying to be positive. But my heart hurts for those who have been affected. My heart really hurts for them. And yes, you hear me joking around and say, you know, saying, oh my gosh, let me get into the, what you call the thing? We, we spoke about it last week. Um, Was it last week or the week before? Making money in the... Metaverse? Oh, metaverse? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm something not trust them digital thing, like real talk. And when when <laughs> when you when you can't go, you know, but think different. But like tangible stuff. One for can see and feel it. You know? <laughs> yeah, digital thing there and if certain things will take place, 
man shut down your account or you know what I mean or you can't do nothing yeah I'm gonna run them joke then you know if worse if I know say how it will lead to that you know then you try to be ahead of certain you know certain things while it's gonna take place I can say alright you know I'm gonna withdraw this and just have this stash off one side you know but if you can't do that and I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know crypto thing there you know what I mean I was just the other day, yesterday when I read the same thing, I tell my wife, I say, yo, boy, the crypto thing is set away. And when this crypto thing just, just come out, you know, I open up an account and all them something. And who knows? But probably I've been on that last long pan right now and I don't even know what to box Like real talk. But I make it like, you know what I mean? I, I get to me to the point where like, like the other guy in, in, in somewhere in the UK I got you the, the, the dump I try to search for the motherboard and all them sitting there just forget back um see if you can log back in and crypto thing forget all that money. Yeah, we no depend on all that. Just, you know, just so you go. You know? But you know, when it comes to them things and I know I say me not really have certain control over money because when I ramp when I play when it comes to money, money is a serious thing. Yeah, we kinda yeah, I run them Jody. As I say, I run the real estate. I can't, can't see it and everything, you know what I mean? I can't touch it, I can't see it, yeah. I can't build upon it, yeah. I can't kick off people and fight if you don't come off, yeah. I can't put people upon <laughs> it, yeah. But real estate I can never lose. Land not get old, you know, mm. even if it's a house, it not get old. Well, it was get old, but you can't always sell and you can't lose. Yeah. Pain and silk when it comes to real estate. And that's something there. But them crypto thing here, uh, but, yeah, when I, when I told them, they come on to that. Yep. So, with this going on, um, a scrutiny of big players in the crypto world increases. Singapore-based Crypto.com admitted to accidentally sending more than $400 million in to the wrong account. Yep. Yeah, that was done three weeks ago. To a corporate account though the funds were recovered users are withdrawing their funds from the platform um I, I, and the only thing i can suggest people is check out the money if you still have access to it because i mean you know what shut up shut up moment shut up shut up shut the heck up let me keep it moving 17 migrants rescued by cargo ship brought to cayman on sunday the Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service, CBC, confirmed that 17 migrants, 16 males and one female, were rescued by the cargo ship Caribe Legend, which was destined to Grand Cayman. The cargo ship rescued the migrants at sea and arrived at the Georgetown port on Sunday at approximately 11.30 a.m. CBC said the migrants will be processed in accordance with CBC's established protocols. Next up. MOU signed to improve air connectivity between Dutch Caribbean islands. The six Dutch Caribbean islands have signed a memorandum of understanding to begin the process to improve air connectivity between the territories. The MOU, which also has signatures from the Netherlands and Dutch Association of Airports, was signed on November 7 during the first international sustainable air transportation event called A Flight to the Future, which was held at the Hyatt Regency Sports Resort Spa and Casino in Aruba. 
The MOU empowers Curaçao, Aruba, St. Martin, Bonaire, St. Eustatius, and Saba to explore and establish affordable, efficient, and sustainable air connectivity. The islands will establish a steering committee and action group to formulate a joint business plan that will make their ambitions a reality. Filmed in Nevis, Christmas in Paradise is now available. Christmas movie enthusiasts looking for a touch of the Caribbean can put Christmas in Paradise on their binge watch list. Elizabeth Hurley stars in the romantic festive comedy Christmas in Paradise, the fifth film set in the idyllic location of Navis, the Caribbean. This is produced by MSR Media's Philippe Martinez. Written by Martinez alongside Natalie Cox, the film follows Joanna's plans for a quiet, cozy holiday season, which are shattered when her sisters call with the news that their dad has been dumped by his fiancée and has disappeared to Nevis and is not responding to any calls. The sisters decide to go to the island to save their father and bring him home, home for Christmas. Well, you can catch it if you want to see it. Christmas in Paradise is available on Prime Video from November 11. So it became available over the weekend. What was the 11th? I don't even know. What is today? The 14th. I said it, right? Yeah. Today is Monday the 14th. So the 11th was on Friday. It became available on the 11th. So um, good for Nevis, the um, tourism exposure. Of course, any win for any Caribbean island is a win for the Caribbean community. All right. So congrats, Nevis, on hosting that. We head down to Trinidad and Tobago for our next article, Effects of Counterfeit Pharmaceuticals. The illicit trade in pharmaceuticals is a growing and significant threat in Trinidad and Tobago. According to the World Health Organization, counterfeit medical products make up over 10% of total sales in developing countries and as little as 1% in developed countries. Globally, the pharmaceutical products most targeted by counterfeiters include antibiotics, lifestyle drugs, and painkillers, all commonly used products making the illicit trade of pharmaceuticals a source of major concern. The World Health Assembly places illicit, illicitly traded pharmaceuticals under the following three categories. One, substandard medical products, products that are authorized but fail to meet quality standards or specifications. Two, unlicensed or unregistered medical products, products which have not undergone evaluation or approval by the competent authorities before being marketed. And three, falsified medical products, products whose identities, compositions, and sources have been deliberately and fraudulently misrepresented. Counterfeit pharmaceuticals pose significant health and socioeconomic risks individuals. These include a range of adverse effects, including side effects from incorrect active or inactive ingredients, failure to cure or prevent future disease, strengthening of the disease, progression of drug-resistant infections, and in some cases, fatality. There is also the socioeconomic impact of loss of income due to prolonged illness or death. According to analysis by the World Trade Organization, there is a correlation between the use of imported counterfeit medical products and poverty and poor health outcomes. 
I don't know. How can we um, arm ourselves to ensure that the pharmaceuticals that are being prescribed or that we are getting, that we have access to, are in fact legitimate and not illicitly traded pharmaceuticals? What, what measures can we put in place to ensure our safety, the safety of our family members? Because we know that you'll always have people preying on the poor, preying on the disenfranchised, because they know that people will be able to afford the knockoffs. There are people who can't afford to go to the doctor. And somebody might say to them, hey, this worked for me. You know, so you can get this from, from someone around the corner. How do we crack down on that? How are these things getting into countries in the Caribbean? Of course, we know they're, they're shipped in, whether air or by sea. We know that. But how are they allowed to get past the port? Are we doing an effective job in being able to find these illicit, I would call them drugs because they are drugs, these illicit drugs. And once found, are they being tested? So this is where um, the government bodies that control the ports, whether sea or air, will have to step up their forces to intercept. And if it means whoever is to get the goods has to wait a week or so until testing is done, so be it. At this point, we're going to have to um, understand the reason behind the inconvenience and chill out because the very life that might be saved may just be your own. Shame on those who do this. Direct flights from Dominican Republic to Kingston are scheduled to start this week. Jamaica will welcome non-stop flights from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic to the Norman Manley International Airport in Kingston starting today. The flights being offered by the Dominican Republic's new flagship airline, Arajet, will be available twice weekly on Mondays and Fridays with round-trip fares as low as 252 U.S. dollars. Speaking at a press briefing on November 11 at the offices of the Jamaica Tourist Board in Kingston, Minister of Tourism Edmund Bartlett said that the connectivity by air between the two countries is more than a game-changer. For us, this is not just a game-changer. This is a red-letter day in the life of tourism aviation in the Northern Caribbean. Because we in the North are close to each other physically and geographically, but we are distant from each other in regard to connectivity, said Bartlett. Prior to direct flights being available, travel time from one country to the other would go up to as many as 20 hours. Bartlett further explained that the decision to enable improved connectivity between Jamaica and the GR is part of a broader and wider strategy of integrating the Caribbean more and of also creating backwards connections between Central America and South America. He also pointed out that air connectivity and the movement of people will be supported by investments. 
One of the real positives that will flow from this engagement is that it will bring to the respective destinations that energy for investment because there will be ease of access. But the key realization is that within two hours, you can be looking at your asset, making decisions not virtually but face-to-face and surveying the extent of your own investments and assets in the areas the minister emphasized. Meanwhile, Ambassador of the Dominican Republic to Jamaica, Angie Martinez Tejera, also hailed the ability that both countries now have to connect by air as a game changer. She said, this development is an important diplomatic achievement and will strengthen investments, commerce, and tourism, but most important in getting our people closer together. Martinez Tejera thanked the team at Arajet Airline for making the connection a reality, noting that it has been a priority for her since being appointed. Okay. Oh, I forgot this part. He also said that um, Arajet's decision to offer direct flights to Jamaica forms part of the plan to launch 54 routes from Santo Domingo. (laughs) I see a lot of Jamaicans going to the DR. Men. (laughs) I see a lot. (laughs) Go ahead, Afro. Yeah, chew that and a whole heap of plastic body I walk through. Oh Lord, at first I was I, I was trying to stay away from that one. Oh, Tell you me said for you, know about yourself. <laughs> me said what you don't want to say me said for you. <laughs> but I do see a lot of men going to the DR, especially considering that you can get there now in two hours for two hundred and fifty two dollars. Oh yeah going for a weekend i remember um back in the 90s when cuba was a huge hot spot for um yachts going from jamaica to cuba for the weekend oh yes (laughs) oh boy okay good morning Morning. james good morning yeah the the air is different from cuba though i know like like jamaican (laughs) Jamaican men can't afford the, the 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 DR girls. You so sure about that? Yep. Okay. Why why you say that? Why can't they James afford? Have a point. Why 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 is it they can't afford the DR girls but they can't afford the Cuban girls? What's the difference? No, because the the last time I went there, like I I went I went to to get something at at one of the stores, and this girl hit me up, and she's like, oh, like she was like speaking to me in spanish so she's like if i'm if i'm local and i like i said no i say i'm i'm from canada and then you know like her eyes just light up (laughs) Mm -hmm. when i told her canada and she started you know soliciting you know say you know she can bring her friend and blah 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 so i'm like okay like like i play along and then she she quote me some figure and i'm like so what was the figure she quoted you james (laughs) <laughs> a lot of money. Like what? No, I, I would uh, like to hear a quotation. What were you quoted? I think it was something like like 400 US dollars or something like that. That's mm. not a lot of money, James. That's not a lot of money. How much is that in Jamaican dollars? D- let me tell That's you something. She's in Jamaica, but James. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning Rosolo. Sorry. Can I have a moment? No, yes, and, and yes. That was, and that was, that, was like, that was like eight years ago. James, four hundred dollars eight James. years ago was not a lot of money. Let, let's keep it real. 
that's no, that's but how much is that in Jamaican dollars? You though? spend it at a supermarket in one weekend. In, well, that can, that's like two weeks' grocery. We spend that very easily without even noticing. And I'm not, that's the truth. We probably don't add it up, but we do spend that without even noticing. Yeah, but Cuba, Cuba, I think Cuba is different. Guys used to go to Cuba um, and, and just like promise girls, like, you know, to take them away out of poverty and stuff like that. And yeah, so I think it's different. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe Jamaican men are, you know, loaded <laughs> like that, but I'm no. not spending, I'm not spending $400 and anything like that. Nope. There you go. There you go. That Thank you, James, for admitting that you're not going to spend not it. Gonna spend it. But there are a lot of men in Jamaica James, who I've will. been with. I've been oh, James, with. right, though. Why, why spend it? James, if you walk further up the road, you probably get a hundred dollars. You know what, Dre? Rosola, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Hold on, Alpha. Rosola been trying to speak. Go ahead, Rosola. <laughs> Dre, I'm sorry. Dre, this made me <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is I've been to DR. I think it was BRT weekend. Yes. And, um, and James, I have to disagree because I, w I, I was hanging around uh, a lot of Jamaicans. Of, uh, Jamaicans and several men came in van loads, right? And those girls were they they were with them. Every man had a chick. I mean, they were there. They were. I never. I didn't hear one man say that they weren't affordable. Or my God, the the price. I don't. It's one radio. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford the price of the um. Um, entertainment entertainment right so no yeah. i didn't yeah i didn't hear that james so i don't maybe i think to your point you won't do it you won't pay for it but i saw several several men they made money brt weekend i'm sure we set them up for about a good year or two <laughs> truly and honestly james listen well for me i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be like like chris rock if i'm paying four hundred dollars She's gonna to have to come home, wash my car, clean my house, uh, and do all. Four hundred dollars, James. Your money week. Four hundred dollars, James. Your money week, James. Your money week. Your money week. Good night. Your money week, James. James. Don't speak on behalf of Jamaican men, please don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't. James, because, no, James, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -mm. yeah, James. <laughs> You're not gonna spend four hundred. There are Jamaican men spending four thousand easily. Where DR Cuba? What are y'all you guys talking about? Uh, DR DR. DR. <laughs> DR. I want to pay four hundred dollars in DR if you walk for she, she's rap. If you walk, you walk further up the road, you get a hundred dollar. I swear. <sighs> Oh boy, y'all got a lot to learn. Listen, Dre. Uh, but what do you get for a hundred dollars, Dre? The, the, the same thing are better than what the four hundred dollars <laughs> You got Dre. You have money in the US. Listen, Dre. You have money in Jamaica right now. I spend them money there. I don't mean I tell you. Okay, you exactly. Uh, in Jamaica, man, yeah. Listen. Listen, what's crazy to you is nothing to another. And in, in true Jamaican fashion, I'm going to brother, get your money up if your money not dead. So, and if you can't handle it, stay all tight. But on a serious note, there are men, Jamaican men, don't be fooled. 
do not be fooled there are jamaican men spending that and more in jamaica much less in the dr is that yeah, Friday, Friday, Friday when them go over there. <laughs> when, 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 when them get seasoned and, 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 and go two or three times, they not doing that. <laughs> but, 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 listen, economies need to be built. <laughs> oh. They're investing. I I say, oh, God. <laughs> no, no. no you made the right decision, James. I'm with you. <laughs> the only thing I gotta say is the, the DR them the DR the DR girls them you know, them them yeah, you, have come, you have to come with the money them high maintenance mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. high maintenance you, you, come, mm-hmm. you have to come with your money <laughs> them just want somebody to just take them from which part them there and bring them to the US a matter of fact they make it with um about Brazil I think Brazil did the same thing and Colombia you get me. But because they speak about DR and, and, and Brazil, it's like them raise them, the, them parents raise them that way there for go down for the tourists them there for make sure so them catch an uh, American, uh, uh, American citizen so we are gonna bring them up. I see for them bring up, them, them reach up, yeah man I eat that. Maintenance up there, you have to come with your money, you see me? Alright, some of them might play the role. But so once I'm rich, a, a different thing, man. But <laughs> apart from that, still, you have man a yard where I was spend four G's US. You see me? You man pan some woman where he was like, yo, Jano Star, like really? You know? But it a go on, brother. You see me? And it's it a go on. Not just today. Not just today. A long time. It's been going on long for time. a long time. So. Yeah, you have woman up the pond. You have this thing. I now forgot this thing. When I watch and the woman says she what 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 one man. I am, you know, what can I say? Because I'm not derogative. So, escort, uh, some escorting or entertain, you know, better entertainment, as a Russell has said. And what? It's a million dollar MPFR. So, better believe it online. One million dollars online, US. But better here's believe the thing, Afo, and here's the thing it's been going on before social media existed. It's yep, yeah, man. Not on you. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I'm checking the chat. Uh, there will be an increase of BBL travels. <laughs> Agreed. Listen, so, so yeah, you said uh, it. Apple, you did yeah. say. You did say. A plastic body and, and bugs life. I walk around Jamaica. Trust me. Ah, but you know what is going to be sad? It's it, when you talk about the BBL. And we have to really take it seriously. Um, What is going to be sad? Is they're going to treat it just like the designer braces you get these things and you can't maintain them and then you're because it's a lifestyle that you have to be able to afford and people will tell you if you're going to do implants or any such thing you have to get refills am i saying refills is that the right word you have to get redone touch-ups every couple of years so unfortunately what i see happening is a lot of people who can't afford who cannot afford it really are going to get themselves caught up and get themselves messed up and i really hope they think twice is one th- and and here's the thing if you're gonna okay smart we don't do solicitation in here could you please not post those things in the chat for me i'd greatly appreciate it thank you yeah so here's the thing you're gonna end up damaging yourselves if you can't maintain that lifestyle 
So I would sincerely hope that the women think carefully before going to do it. Really think carefully. If you can't afford to stay there for six to eight weeks to recover, you can't afford it. If you're doing surgery today and three days later, you have to be out of the country, you can't afford it. Because you need to be able to do your surgery, recover, be there for your follow-ups, right? Because there are a lot of doctors who don't want to touch you or even look at you. Don't want to touch you or even look at you when you've had a BBL done in another country. So be careful. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a good move though, because like I think people that can benefit from it uh, more is like entertainment, the ent entertainment industry um, can can benefit from that move. And, you know, I think sports, because, you know, we, we haven't really seen like Jamaicans like tap into the baseball market. So I think I think that that would be a possibility too. like, you know, Jamaicans going across um, because they in the DR, they are big in the baseball world, you know. So, you know, I think the possibility of like Jamaicans going across to play in their league over there and the, the the whole music industry like the 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 because the, the latin market is huge you know reggaeton and stuff like that so jamaicans could go across and collab collaborate or you know just show them face over there to to people that already love dancehall and reggae over there so i think those two industries would benefit the most from it you know legitimate industry apart from the you know the plastic right. industry you know those two <laughs> those two will benefit <laughs> yeah and it's a good place for investing in real estate you can start out definitely um i know a couple of jamaicans who have invested in real estate there they have a couple of villas um they've gone into tourism some have set up um airbnb communities um some ship products there in the buy and sell trade there um goods for goods so there is a lot to um there's a lot of opportunity that can come out of this uh which which bank has there's a bank i think that has a yeah uh jmmb jamaica money market has um the jmmb group they have a branch there in the DR as well. So there are opportunities. So sharpen up your Spanish skills. I'm sure a lot of you are probably now saying, damn, I wish I had done Spanish in high school. It's not too late. You know, at least learn the basics. Hola, como esta? <laughs> right? Learn the basics, sharpen up your skills, practice. Um, there's this girl on, what am I calling her girl? She's a woman, she's a young lady. She's on um, TikTok. I follow her, Flor Cubana. She's a Cuban living in Jamaica. A lot of people have asked her to teach them Spanish. You know, if you're not in school, sure, follow her on TikTok. You can ask her and she'll be happy to um, help you. She'll be happy to teach you, I'm sure. All right. So sharpen up your Spanish skills, folks. It's not too late. All right. Just practice, 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 practice. Who remembers back in the day? 
when you could actually pick up stations, Cuban stations in Jamaica. Nobody says me alone. Damn, I'm telling my age. But there was a time when you could pick up on TV, you could pick up um, a Cuban station. Also on the radio, you could pick up Cuban stations. So I hope they, the frequency is still strong enough for that. Yeah. Go ahead, Jane. Sorry. That was a long time ago, Mom. That's from 1972. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're going to love me, number <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I remember. I remember clearly. I um, I have a cousin who lives in Arizona now. I remember as a baby, he used to watch the station. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Direct flights from the Dominican Republic to Jamaica. Our next story, the Prime Minister cites lack of suitable lands to adequately address housing needs. In acknowledging that the demand for housing in Jamaica far exceeds the current supply levels, Prime Minister Andrew Holness has indicated that a lack of suitable lands for development is among the roadblocks being faced by the government in its quest to adequately address the supply issues. Holness is also pointing to a need for more local developers to embark on large-scale housing projects. In addressing the groundbreaking ceremony for the construction of 248 studio apartments, uh, and that's at Howard Avenue in Southwest St. Andrew on Wednesday. Holness said the government is taking steps to address the current challenges relative to housing, pointing to the efforts of the National Housing Trust. He said the trust continues to create more innovative ideas, projects, and programs to provide more housing solutions that are affordable. The 248 new studio apartments at Howard Avenue, said Holness, represents another story in the NHT's quest to build affordable homes while addressing the needs for housing locally. Still, the Prime Minister said several challenges exist despite the efforts of the government. It is one thing to say that everybody must get land and everybody must get house, but it is another thing to actually do it. We have a supply problem in housing and the supply issue is that we don't have enough readily available developable, developable land. Tongue twisting this morning. That's challenge number one. And I would say this, um, Mr. Holness, you have to take advantage of the airspace above you. Land is limited. Jamaica can only hold so many houses, right? And yes, while we say everybody, and I agree, everybody want land, everybody cannot have land, so to speak. So take advantage of the airspace and go up. It's cheaper, actually. It is cheaper to have a development with apartment complexes versus if you have one, say you have five apartment buildings with 250 let me see, math times 250, okay. That's five apartment buildings, let's say with 250 apartments each, that's 1,250 homes versus acreage, apartment homes, versus acreage to put 1,250 physical standalone homes, rent style, all right? Um, we have to think about that because we don't want to exhaust the land and then we can't do farming and then we're left with nothing but imported goods that makes no sense right 
So it's important. I believe it's very important to preserve green space. For example, in Georgia, I know that when you buy land, <clears throat> excuse me, developers, when they buy land and they're going to um, construct homes, a percentage, is it 25%, I think, of the acreage has to be left untouched for greenery. You cannot flatten it like they do in Florida, where, where you buy 50 acres and you can flatten everything and put up nothing but houses and then you put it in palm trees. No. I know in Georgia you have to have trees. And I think it's 25%. I need to look that up. So we can't deplete the land of wood and water. So go up, um, Mr. Prime Minister. Work with the NHT. Go upwards. All right? Yes. Just right now, you see what I'm going to do with these apartments. Which place is going to build these apartments are like, you know, the um, uptown areas and all them something. And the rent toast in US, 1500 US, 2000 US. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like them all you have killed. And when you check it out, it's like the. I mean, I even hear other. Sorry, heard. Whatever, you can be asking. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard other. Um, um, what you call it? Um, other persons like within a real estate market or you know all of them youtube channels and go around it's like them say oh it's like the government mostly i try to cater to diaspora rather than the actual people them with living in the country and that is why it's like them mostly are priced everything in the u.s and when they might come with certain developments them like bring it uptown and you know what i mean and we do what you said because you're like the second or the third person here so the same thing, you know, Jamaica small, it's not that big. And if you're gonna try and it best if you try and go upwards rather than figure your money in one land or single house and you know and all them something like that. So you're like the second or the third person here, so the same thing. You know what I mean? But with that I feel like say oh, them always when they come up with those like apart if if they might come up with that, they might try and make it be like for like the target the diaspora rather than his own citizen and what, what can I afford that? What now work around with fifteen hundred US dollars in them pocket? You know what I mean? So no no it, it them Africa really do something when it come on to that and you know what I mean uh, I make it more affordable for other um for, for the citizens then, you know so question when if they're going through the NHT they still price them in U.S. dollars? Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. So I... So look into. Okay, so I jumped on Google. Rent in Kingston, Jamaica. Property for rent in Jamaica. Realtor.com. Um, property for rent in Jamaica. U.S. $1,076 per month, which is the equivalent. Or the equivalent being $165,000. So they're doing it at an exchange rate of approximately 162 to 1 for 1,800 square feet, three Broadway row. Okay, so is that the average? Let me see. Most places in the Kingston 6, Kingston 8, Kingston 5 area quoting U.S. So like Millsboro is Kingston 6. Yeah, Millsboro is Kingston. Yeah, so you're going to see that. Um those because and that's because the embassy and all those things yeah. around that area and they yeah. attracted um 
they're attracting a lot of people um, that work in the like the American embassy, the Canadian embassy, you know, that whole area. So all of those areas go to U.S. And those zip codes. Yeah, and there are people who actually make money in U.S. dollars in Jamaica. Um, especially, you have a lot of YouTubers now. They're in banking down there. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly in the um, Kingston 8, Kingston 6 areas, um, for sure. Okay. And, you know, something, I guess to some degree I can understand why it's not, I'm not saying they should do it, but I can understand why they put it in U.S. dollars. Because that's what, that is what Jamaicans seem to be focused on. So, okay, we could talk the language, you want to understand, and then them sit down and work it out. But um, 2,000 is going rate to the popular rate, 2,000. But you do have two twos. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not in Kingston. That's in Discovery Bay. You can get a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment for $993 per month. All right. Um, interesting. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, well, Kingston 8 and Kingston 6 area for rent, you're looking like $1,300 up. You're looking like $1,600. you are looking at a, like real America. Real $1,500 America. minimum. $1,500 minimum. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Yes, it is. No, so that we tell them on. So they must be able to really do something, and as we say, go upwards rather than you know we say earlier trying to give everybody the land or, or uh, single um, housing, a house for himself or something like that. Because even right now with some of these developments will take place, I'm mostly at Portmore and St. Catherine and Ola, but you know we have a bridging with just graduate youth and thing, and I came kind of in another field there. We meet with these developers and stuff like that, um, uh, and stuff like that. So we say, "My, take them again some link and look into certain stuff." But you must say, I'm mostly over them side that those type of development that take place, those gated communities that take place, Port Morris, uh, somewhere in Saint Catherine, um, Ola, but you know, uh, so it, it, yeah, they must have got really do something. Excuse me, but gated communities are on the increase in jamaica because people are crying out for security they don't want ease of access to their homes and they're looking at it as a deterrent for to criminals right so that's why you are seeing a burgeoning of gated communities in jamaica can't blame them and you have to pay for gated community if, if you're gonna have a gated community that is well run with a with an association with, that provides 24-hour security um street lights although i would say to them if you're going to put up street lights you want to see to it that you put the street lights on solar energy to try and alleviate the cost but um gated communities are expensive to maintain common areas yeah common areas have to be maintained um yeah so you have to choose you're gonna make it real and for some reason i i don't know what it is with with our mindset as humans the more expensive something is, a home is or an apartment is, the more inclined we are to take better care of it. I see it here in the States too. Uh, most of that, guy, you just... Why, is, why is that? Why is that? Why is it that if somewhere is affordable, 
it's not maintained the same way as somewhere that is like, oh my gosh, I would love to live there, but I can't afford it. Why is that the case? Why can't we keep our affordable communities pristine, just like the suburbs, what we call suburbia? Why can't we do that? What's wrong with, why, why don't we have that mindset? How do we change that? I don't know, but I really, I really don't know, but I don't know, because they're putting more work and what they really have to go through just to get that dollar, you know what I mean, or that money for, for getting the house, because even with me, well, me, me not somebody to take care of stuff overall, no matter if, I, if it's cheap or not, as I mean, it's so cheap and clean, because certain <laughs> things we just not spend certain money upon, right. it, it, it doesn't make no sense, but at the end of the day, we still have to work or just feel a little change it for, you know what I mean for buy a little thing and for others but no I guess it's just a, it's a kind of mindset thing for real I don't know but uh, I don't think they were like they must say yo I work too hard for this now so I better take care of this you, you get what I say because if you go spend what get a house and here and if I quote it in US dollars you know 250,000 US for one two bedroom over Portmore you know what I mean and they you, you probably might be able or might not be able to build up on the land it, it just as is you can't do nothing to it like plus you have gated uh, what do you call it um uh, secure 24 hour security like over phoenix park um, village in a port more and them places there but you know and the fact that you work so hard just to accomplish that you're gonna take care of it i could have one shoes a bike you know <laughs> I want to put on my shoes, you spend what, $10,000 on the shoes. You got to take care of it. If a man step on your shoes, I want to fight and all them something. But my question is, how do we change the mindset of people to take care of what they have, whether it is simple or not? And I think, you know, we, we have to do something. We need to address that. We need to change how we take care of what we have access to. Right. No matter how humble it is, take care of what you have. You shouldn't come out your gate and see garbage pile up or people just walk and drink out a bag juice or drink out a bottle and eat out of them patty and just throw the garbage on the ground. How can we encourage them to see to it that if there's no receptacle close by, you hold your trash in your hand until you get to one. But it's just so easy to just throw it down. Hold on, hold on, Alpha. Hold on, Alpha. Go ahead. Good morning, Javet. Good morning. <laughs> Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yeah, yeah, man. Go to. Okay. Um, I think we spoke about this a while back, but I think teaching someone respect about what they have starts as a child yeah maybe you can catch up when you get maybe a little older but if this is something that you don't have as a child i don't see it moving over into adulthood i really don't but i'm not an expert that's just <laughs> me thinking about mindset yeah you know it's 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 different then say oh someone was angry and now you can go to a psychologist and learn not to be angry or even the things we speak about regarding emotional intelligence right 
but respect for property and self I, I don't know I don't know so I yield you're you're right Javette it's something that we have to teach children from an early age I have seen on the news over and over again in I mean not recently but in the past where Jamaicans are complaining about the garbage in the gullyways or whatever but who put the garbage there the very people complaining about they need to go and take it up and it has stink and it had this and it had black up and it had this but y'all the ones who threw it there why didn't you put it in a receptacle or bag it up or burn it or something so you litter the place and then you complain about them not cleaning it up quick enough how about you not litter the place in the first place how about that I have seen people walking on the streets in Jamaica, them eating them, just throw it down. Just throw it down on the ground. For somebody else to come and pick it up. You see people driving and them just fling the things out of them vehicle. They don't care. Pride, Javette. We don't have any pride. In all honesty, I see that when I go to work. <laughs> I, I see people not cleaning up after themselves because they think we have a cleaning crew so I can't just put that on us Caribbeans no, no, no. I'm not going to even you know just point out JA you, right. you know what I mean Right. I see it here in the states why do we do that you're right it's not just in JA it's everywhere Lack of respect okay. moments. We don't. Even... Go ahead, go ahead, um, Apple. Oh, oh yeah, lack of respect moment. You know, as well, Javits, um, Miss Javits, a while ago. You know, because even over here, you go to some of the, the truck stops. Okay, I you think go to the, the restroom. I think this is They turn on the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, the pipe. Yeah, I'm, more time I watch them, you know. You see them, the music, the, the, the bathroom, no. and you for wash them hands. And they turn on the pipe or, um, and they just yes, walk sir, out. I was like, wait, what? I'm gonna say, hold on there. He just left the yes, pipe on and what? he just gone and he no, left we'll it. But why he didn't do it? Because what? He knows that them have workers there who are gonna come and then check the restroom. Sure. You know what I mean? And them are gonna eventually lock it off or they must say, oh, since somebody did it, maybe they might lock it off for me. But no. <laughs> you get me? So it's like they just, they don't have no respect for themselves and they don't have no respect for others. You know, and, and yeah. some of them go beyond that in terms of being very nasty and filthy when it comes to some of these restrooms at these truck stops. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, General Star, it, it, it's very sickening. Me, yeah. my, my wife, me and my wife see people actually get fed up and quit right then and there in front of me. Like, yo, but can't take this some more. That's it. I'm done. Because people are defecate in you know, the shower okay all right oh, well, you know feel yeah yes, but the thing is, so is that how they keep their homes you know uh, uh, yeah let, let's keep it moving oh boy negligence charges coming for philip paul well after losing a licensed firearm Ooh. Nationwide News understands that the Director of Public Prosecutions, DPP, Paula Lumelin, has ruled that Member of Parliament for East Kingston and Port Royal, Philip Paulwell, be charged in relation to the loss of his licensed firearm in July this year. 
It is understood that the weapon was reported stolen to the police and the firearm licensing authority by Mr. Paulwell earlier. Nationwide news sources say that having received a report from the MP, the police sought guidance from the office of the DPP on the matter. The DPP has since ruled that Mr. Paulwell, who is also the opposition spokesman on energy and a former PNP chairman, be charged. Nationwide news understands Paulwell could be brought before the court to answer to the charge as early as this week. When our news center contacted Mr. Paulwell, he confirmed that his licensed firearm was stolen from his car in July. He did not say where the alleged theft occurred. Deputy Commissioner in charge of the Crime and Security Portfolio, Fitz Bailey, confirmed to the news center that a ruling had been received from the DPP on the matter. I'm confused. Why would, if it's stolen from his car, how are you going to charge him for, I don't get that. Somebody help me understand that. How are you, if it's stolen from your vehicle, because I know somebody who had one, the vehicle, their vehicle was locked. It was in their briefcase and it was stolen out of the vehicle. So if your thing is stolen, why are, how are you going to charge the person for losing their licensed firearm? I don't understand. Can somebody please shed some clarity on this for me? Hello? Good morning, Peter. Go <laughs> right ahead. Good morning. Um, if, if, you have a li if you are issued a license in the U.S. and you're driving under influence of alcohol and they catch you. They might take away your license, right? Because it's a privilege. So you have the responsibility to maintain that, um, that license in a, in a responsible manner. In Jamaica, the firearm situation is different. When you get a firearm, you have to make sure that thing is secured 100%. You can't let that thing be stolen. You have to keep, because crime rate, you have to think about that. So... If you are irresponsible and someone steal your firearm, they're probably going to charge you. But Peter, if you have it locked up in it. your car and then broken in your car, yeah, but they don't look. They don't look at it that. They don't look at it that way. What they do, they take it from you and then they'll make a decision if they have to give it back. Give it back based on their investigation. So based on how the news is 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 reported, just saying they take it. Mm -hmm. When they take it, there's a lot of things that goes on after that. They have to make sure that you weren't negligent when it was stolen. Mm -hmm. So if the new, if the report just stops there, that's it, and they charge him, da 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 da, da all that stuff. You have to really look a little deeper in it to see what really happened, what happened, what went down. Because I know of people who um, lost their firearm and they had to go to court to make a case, and they got it back. You know, it's like you drive down the street and you get a ticket. They give you a ticket. So you've been um, predetermined charged a certain amount of, for instance, you know that you run a red light, maybe a hundred bucks. You get a ticket for a hundred dollars, but you can go to court and say, I didn't, there was da da da, whatever it is. And they say, okay, no problem. Um, reverse the charges. Keep moving. You, when you lose your fireman, Jamaica, you have to go to court and they have to make that decision. So again, it depends on how it's reported and what, 
um, phase of that investigation it's in and what they found out. We just have to dig a little deeper, you know? No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying no. No, I'm not saying it's because having a firearm in the U.S. is totally different from having a firearm in Jamaica. Right. There's a lot of restrictions with a firearm in Jamaica. Because you lose one firearm in Jamaica, that can take out a whole family and 10 families and that firearm keep going, 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 going. It's just, it can go crazy losing one firearm. So they take it it's very, very serious when you lose it. So that that's why you see things like this happen, but we have to really know the facts of what really went down. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you for your input, Peter. I just mm -hmm. still find a little word that somebody steals something from you and well, okay. All right. Oh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yes. Let me ask you this. When you have your kids, say you have your kids. I know about kids in Jamaica. Um, when I was growing up going to school. And the first day of school come, and your mother buy you all these books, brand new books, and she spend all her time. And you go to school, and you put on your bag and play some ball, and you come back and your bag gone. You know what's going to happen when you reach home? <laughs> She's going to tear you up. Now, was it your fault? I mean, you didn't expect your friends to steal your stuff, right? <laughs> it's, it's somewhat of the same principle. You lose your stuff, you cry, and you know you're going to get beaten. It's a, it's like the same principle. You will give your gun, take care of it, and you make somebody st steal it from you. Yeah. You know, so it's just a touchy situation when it comes to um, weapons, firearm in Jamaica. So we really have to know what the details really are. When someone said says like, um, yeah, they steal your weapon and we're gonna charge you. It don't. It just doesn't. That wasn't it. It's just not that simple. Okay, I got you. I see what you're saying. I got you. All right. Thank yeah. you, Peter. Appreciate it. Our next story, this week's feature development, um, <laughs> racist derogatory pitches deep in local politics. This week's feature development as Newsmaker of the Week just ended is the racist tone amid local politics in recent times, including the comments made last weekend by Cabinet Minister Everald Warmington in relation to opposition leader Mark Golding's skin color and racial background. Several commentators have long argued that there are many unresolved issues relative to race, class, ethnicity and color in Jamaica, which have unfortunately spilled over into the political scene over the decades. From the taunting and demonizing of the then Jamaica Labour Party, Edward Siaga, by People's National Party supporters over the fact that he was born in the United States, to the now hot-button prediction by Warmington that Golding will never be Prime Minister of Jamaica due to his father being of English descent, the color or racist cards drawn by political opponents appear to be far from oval. Last Sunday, Warmington, an often controversial and unchecked polit politician, in terms of his speech, pulled the racial card that he claimed the PNP started and he was merely finishing. Where Mark Gold and Madame Farah come from? If he wants to be Prime Minister, go back to England, Ireland, Wales and Scotland, but him not beat Andrew Holness, Warmington told party supporters at a JLP constituency meeting in St. Catherine. I don't talk about colour and race, but they, the PNP, started it, so I'm going to finish it. Them Sesiaga barn up the sub, but where for them leader come from? Back from Asa. 
The Bakra master phrase is in reference to the fact that Golding's parents were both white and his father in particular was an English man named Sir John Golding. Jamaica was colonized by Britain in 1655 and granted independence on August 6, 1962. Sir John Golding was a university professor and prominent orthopedic surgeon who was well known for his service to the poor in Jamaica. Though the powerful private sector lobby group, the Private Sector Organization of Jamaica, has condemned the politicians' comments, describing it as divisive and having no place in the Jamaican context now or in the past, as it is totally inconsistent with our motto out of many one people, Warmington remains largely unfazed. He is also unmoved by the revelation that political ombudsman Donna Parchment Brown has launched an investigation into the comments he made on the political platform in Cheesefield in the Northeast St. Catherine constituency. Warmington was quoted as saying in a newspaper interview last week, I don't give a rat's ass what the ombudsman wants to do. The little thing where you call PSOJ, did they condemn Mark Golden when him called the chairman of the JLP party, Bobby Montague, the little boy? Did they? No, they didn't, Warmington claimed. During the political hustings late last year, Golding labeled the JLP chairman as the little boy Montague and described him as Minister of Scandals. Parchment Brown, in a two-page letter dated December 13, 2021 to Golding and copied to Montague, JLP's General Secretary Dr. Horace Chang, PNP General Secretary Dr. Dayton Campbell and the party's chairman Angela Brown-Burke scolded him, Golding that is, for conflating scandals within agencies of the Ministry of Transport and Mining, for which Montague then had portfolio responsibility, as well as during his tenure as National Security Minister and pinning them on him without evidence. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Um, <laughs> oh, God, have mercy on us. So because them started, that means that you have to finish it, Warmington. What you go to school for? Because you behave like you're fully done. like you're sitting at the back of the class. Because... I, like so <laughs> I love it too. It's catchy, isn't it? I don't like it, but I like it. You know something, Dre? Not to go off too far. Not to digress. But I really listened to the song this weekend. I did. Who's song that? Um, back of the class. Hold on. <laughs> You know, oh, 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 Valiant, okay. I listened to the song this weekend. <laughs> Bone check, yes. That's it. Thank you, Prezi. Bone check. I listened to the song, and I realized that there's, a, there's truly a deeper meaning. But, you know, we get, myself included, hand fully raised, fully danced. <laughs> yeah, man, is a message in there. Yes. Yes. There is a and message. He's talented. He is talented. There is a. Me I would play the song, but I can't because we're live on air. But um, I saw a TikTok video where someone wrote the lyrics down. I froze the video. I paused it, and I read the lyrics over and over and over and over again. I was like, "Huh? There is a deeper meaning. It's catchy." And it might sound as though it is promoting 
illiteracy or telling students no worry about um this because you know necessary to get the education but the deeper message i took from it is this we are here two different messages let me start there two different one here we are busting our brains doing our best because you say education is the key however once we have attained the education there is nothing for us to do with it are you know you take your take of the idiot that was one thing that i got from it the other thing the other message i got from it was not because you see me as a dj or doing something deviating from the normal course the intended course right um and doing something else to make a living doesn't mean i'm an idiot don't take me for a fool and it's also speaking to what's going on in the in what's going on right now what people are seeing happening around them so i appreciate that i was able to step back and really listen to the song and i'm sure other people have other takeaways from it go ahead dre Oh no, I was just saying I like the song. You you, you can't continue. <laughs> What's the name of the guy? Valiant, the guy who sing it? Yeah. Oh, Valiant. Um, he must come up with part two. Like he must say, not you, you hear me sing about fully dunks. Nobody no come calm and not dunks. And you know, some sort. Just like a snippet here still. So I guess him have a thing, uh, come out cause they sing a song and then people are say oh you might dance and stuff like that so it's like him come with a next song to kind of explain to like the whole concept and i say oh, just because i hear him say fully um fully dunked the mother come calm and don't you know really, really whatever they want to say so you can listen out for that whenever it drop but have you seen the um the new challenge on tiktok with the song in the classrooms with the students in the what you call it mannequin challenge yeah there's a new mannequin challenge with the song okay i'm looking at the lyrics hold on let me mannequin challenge that's yeah. the other one i don't know if they started it the jamaicans have the jamaican kids have started it again okay let me see something here i'm looking at the yeah uh valiant bones check lyrics I want to see the lyrics really bad. Hold on. I'm looking for it. Move not something. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me. Bounce checking. What is Bounce checking the account? I met the skill upset. No, no. No, no, don't yet. Back of the class, manana subject. England, Galena, the Bima, one rough blank. Um. Why does thing take long for upload? Oh my gosh, come on. Can we get she popped the mallet? Okay, so we don't endorse that part. She popped it, but it's what's going on in Jamaica, and I wish we could get rid of them out of Jamaica. But she not drunk yet. Drift the crown hard and make she get upset. Uh, yo, money are the subject. Okay, but listen to it on your own, guys. Um and listen for the deeper message behind it because he is trying to say something and i think a lot of us 
you know we have become our parents and grandparents now that you remember back in the day our parents and grandparents as what kind of rubbish that you listened to when we were listening to our songs in the 80s and 90s and carrying on and hype and all of that and our parents is like what can turn off the rubbish that's garbage that have no substance everything <laughs> we're now saying that and we need to remember that we went through that and we need to step away from that mentality right and truly listen to some of the songs some of them really can stay one side but some of them do have a strong message it's probably the, the the some of the words that are used that make it a little less palatable right but let's try to move past that yes um alpha go and check it out it's there but the mannequin oh. challenge but um yeah jamaica does not need to be dividing the country we don't need division we need unification we don't need division of class or race we don't and i'm gonna cry shame on you mr warmington for uttering an ignorant statement which i i'm sorry you can all ostracize me for this one but i'm gonna call it an ignorant statement if you're going to say that is the PNP them started, so you go finish it. You're behaving like an ignoramus. You are a part of the problem when we talk about the need for the display of emotional intelligence in, in Jamaica because people are too wound up and everybody quick to fly off the handle. By your doing this, you are not setting an example, especially for those whom you represent in your community. So when they take on this mentality of reprisals, don't be alarmed. You say, I know me started, but me I got done it. Isn't that what you're saying, Mr. Warmington? I would appreciate if Mr. Holness could hold you responsible for your choice of words, for what you have uttered, and be because it has influence on people. We in the diaspora looking on, are complaining about what's going on in Jamaica. People in Jamaica are complaining about what's going on in Jamaica. We are talking about fixing the issue. But when you make comments like this, are you helping? In my opinion, you're not. You're further putting wood in the fire and turning it up, make it blaze some more with that mentality. We don't do that. Um, the party alone for behave that way, man. Uh, and even the last time we had to go to some bridge where it collapsed and stuff like that, and I them call him, ask him about the bridge, and I said, "We don't come up about bridge for? Eh? Is that the whole bridge in Jamaica that need to be fixed? Eh? We want to come about the bridge." And me I say, "Oh, people from and from long time, he must behave that way, there. and it's like people just find it funny or them free life to check him or whatever it is." Yeah, but it need to be checked and it need to be put in place. But if you feel like say, I'm a, I'm a member of parliament or whatever it is, when I'm continue to carry on, like him have no sense, as we say, like an ignorant dummy. But I saw him be for real. And, and people need to call him out whenever he behave them type of way and I talk to people a certain type of way. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, I'm going to rate him for how he behave more time. You get what I say? 
Yeah, man. And, you know, being a member of the JLP, he should not say that. When you look within the JLP party, you have personalities of various racial backgrounds. European, Asian, and Chinese descent. The JLP party is a melting pot. So if you're going to look at the opposition leader, the leader of the opposition, and tell him that he will never be the leader of Jamaica. Ah, think about what you're saying to the people in your party as well. If you want to tell Delroy Chuck say he will never be Prime Minister if he plan for run for Prime Minister. And I think Delroy Chuck is um, Asian. He's of you know Chinese I mean? descent. Yeah, yes. of, yeah, Chinese descent. Um, morning, everyone. Good morning, Kevron. So, so uh, my thing is the party leaders, right, who, because I'm sure he's accountable to not just the people, but within the party, the party leaders, I think, are a little bit loose, too, because if he if it's something that 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 he has done before and now, you know, it's being perpetuated. What 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 measures are they putting in place to, to check this guy? Exactly. And 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 also, if 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 left unchecked, it means then that this behavior is is going to become the norm, yep. not only for the JLP but maybe for the PMP, which it which would be a sad, <laughs> a more sad sadder state of of, of affairs, you know. But Kevrock, I don't know if you were here earlier when I said, I read the part where he said that um, J the PNP started it when uh, what's his name was in power, PJ Patterson, when he said it was black t man time. No. And then, of course, they're going to go back further and say that um, Mr. Siago was the one who spoke about the black scandal back. Listen, we don't need this in Jamaica. We have enough problems as it is. We have enough. We don't need this kind of ignorant behavior on display. And yes, I am agreeing. We do need someone to reprimand him. He needs to be held accountable. Whoever... In a political leadership role who makes these kind of utterances they need to be dealt with accordingly you don't do the thing that. is it's even more divisive than you know our politics already is and we have come a long way um since the 80s where where the elections were was very bloody uh, right um so things like these are, are, are throwing even a bigger wedge between the people you know, it was such a joy for me to see years gone by, and even currently, where you see PMP and JLP supporters um, in the streets together. <laughs> you know, and you know, let's go back a little bit here. Back in August, the PNP spokesman on agriculture and MP for Southwest um, Clarendon, Lothan Cousins, questioned how Black Jamaicans could support the JLP. He said a friend of his once said, the only person who is a labor right is a black labor right. Must be a confused PNP. Let me tell you something. Because I can't say how poor black people can support a party like the Jamaica Labor Party. That is not the party for us. Listen. I'm going to find something though. On the constituencies need for fix up. There are health centers in the communities that need for fix up. There are roads that need to be fixed. There are communities that need water trucked in. 
We don't have time for this. This type of politics, we don't have time for it. And the people of Jamaica need to stand up to this and say, enough. We, we, this is not going to propel us. How is this easing the economic burden? How is this affecting how the light bill that we have to pay every month when light gone for, nine, for, for probably 50% of the time? How is this going to ease the burden of NWC when we still get a water bill when water lock off most of the time? How is this going to put um, let us pay for education? How is this behavior helping? This over-sensualization of irrelevant matters needs to stop. Let us address the matters at hand. Healthcare, education, infrastructure, the ports, crime. Make we talk about them things. Now come to me with the color and the divide and black man time and you will never be a leader because you're this and you're going back to England or Ireland. Really? Is that what we're doing now? When chances are, Mr. Warmington, if you do a DNA test, you might find European blood in you. So is that what we're doing? Telling people to go back? Go back where if I just the man born and then born, him don't know nothing else. We, we have taken up, you know, but we have a foreign mentality. Everything foreign that we think is the way to go. We need to get rid of this rhetoric. Otherwise, we're not doing any justice. Who will make the cut in entertainment news courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com? Nominations for the 65th Annual Grammy Awards will be announced tomorrow in Los Angeles. After this year's upset by SOJA, the Best Reggae Album category is under the microscope. Formerly known as Best Reggae Recording, the category was first handed out in 1985. Since then, Jamaicans have dominated with only two non-Jamaican winners, Steel Pulse from England and Soldier from the United States. Well, here are the predictions as to which albums will make the cut in the best reggae album category. Scorcher, Sean Paul, Island Records. That was released back in May. All right, that's Sean Paul's eighth studio album. He has been a nominee on several occasions and won the award in 2004 for the multi-platinum Dutty Rock. Next up, Refugees, Jimmy Cliff, Universal Music Group. Refugee is the first studio effort from the legendary singer in over a decade. It was released August 12th by Universal Music Group. Critics have hailed the project as one of Cliff's finest in some time. He won the Best Reggae Album Award back in 1986 and 2013. Gifted Coffee Promised Land Columbia Records. The follow-up to her Grammy-winning EP Rapture Coffee released Gifted through Land Recordings Columbia Records in March. It made her the first female artist from Jamaica to place in the top 10 of the United Kingdom's official albums chart. New Day from Black Uhuru Law Records, the veteran roots reggae act from Waterhouse in Kingston, is celebrating its 50th anniversary and New Day has been described as a decent work. Black Uhuru is no stranger to the Grammys. They won the first award for Anthem. Wisdom, stick figure, Roughwood Records, Ineffable Records, and these, uh, they're a reggae act out of the United States. 
Uh, well, they have been top-selling living reggae act in the United States for nearly 10 years. The group, led by Scott Woodruff, released Wisdom, their seventh studio album in September. It removed Bob Marley and the Whalers Titanic legend from the number one spot on the Billboard Reggae Albums chart for one week. This will be Stick Figure's first nomination. Anybody ever heard of them, Um, Stick Figure? Yeah, I know off the yeah. How are they? I've never heard of them. How are they? What would you say? I mean, they're, they're decent. It's the typical one-drop um, white reggae group, in my opinion. They do some collabs that, that, that sound proper. Um, none of them can come to mind right now, but um, they're, they're okay. Okay. So, of course, you're not pull, pull them up, right? Hold on. Let's see. I'm dropping asleep. I can't. Okay, no, y'all putting me to sleep. This is right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Next. Next. Feel like I'm on some psychedelic drug. Hold on. If it's type of situation. Is this a black Uhura beat? Oh, that's dumb. Somebody has a song over this drain. Hold on. Soon tell you. one is with Kali Buzz. Let me see what this one said. This one is smoking love. Use some 25 minutes seconds in. Come get started. This one is not too bad for real though. Small world we're living in, rock sitting stone. One life I've been living in, come on, let's go. I wanna get high, I wanna get low. Come on, I wanna smoke a little split with you. I wanna get high, I wanna get low. Come on, I wanna smoke a little split. Can I tell you something? <laughs> 
Don't be surprised if they win. I'll just say that. I mean, they just said they removed Bob Marley after the yep. Yeah. Yeah. After remember, these other, these Good point, <laughs> No, it was. I mean, if they remove that, that means that they 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 sell some units. Yeah. But um, I, I don't. But what I do know, these Southern California bands, they have, they have support and they draw big crowds. They draw crowds. So, I mean, I heard about them. I never see them perform before, but I heard about them. I I didn't know they were doing that well to to remove Bob Marley off the number one spot. But, yeah, I wasn't surprised if they win. Okay, so I found a song, Dre, Soul of the World, featuring Barrington Levy. Hold on, let me hear that one there. still let me keep it 100 i feel like i've never smoked weed before but i feel as though i need to have a couple joints lined up be in a hammock and just lie down turn it up listen to it smoke and whatever happens happens that's how i feel that's the state it's put in state of mind it's put in the end yeah need to be high you know what i'm picturing dre a park filled with hippies Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's what that's, I said to you earlier. It's a hippie thing. Uh, yeah, I told you. That's, that's their vibes. Most of these, um, most of these bands, you know, the soldier and the revelation is is all hippie vibes. Yeah, they're gonna win. I'm sorry, they're gonna win. I'm no, I think coffee's gonna win. Please don't put that out in the universe. It's not that I'm trying yeah. to put it out there in the universe, Javet. It's the reality because. All right, who were the um the the runners up for the last category the last time? Spice, I know Spice. Spice was, was one. Morgan, Morgan Heritage. Um, I think the Grass Morgan. Okay, how the heck? How the heck? did they call um Morgan Heritage? Oh, Soja is a big band. That's what I'm telling you. So it's, that's it's a big band. So now you Did understand you, why I said them are going win. You know, you know what, why I don't what? think they're gonna win? Because it's it's their first it's their first nomination. So normally, Soja has been nominated like about four times before. So oh. name recognition and 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 the voting power, they they, they are recognized on on the the, the committee. James, because they have been around and James, yes, they remove Bob Marley win. and the Whalers. Yeah, I know, but it's their, that no, that's just one week sales. But when you look at overall sales, <sighs> it's not just one week sales they're looking at. Okay. They're looking at overall yep. sale and plus name recognition and and the voting power and stuff like that. Let's so I think Coffee will win because of voting power. I think you're right. I think I'm Coffee sorry. will win because of her background and um the, the the engine behind her and those people are going to make sure that they vote. Because so. remember, Coffee, Coffee probably have about twenty people in her organization that can vote. So okay. I think I think she'll win. She'll win. We also have Shaggy yeah, in there too. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Kevrov. Sorry. 
No, I, I was saying a lot. One, one of the things I think people lose sight of a lot of times when we talk about the Grammy is that there are different governors um, yeah. that I think that that's that's in the um, that that's that's vote that's able to vote, right? And like James said, if you have people in their organization that's on the committee, that right? Because a lot of these people in some cases are not familiar with 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 our music, are familiar enough. To, to, to give um, uh, an, an objective um, opinion of it, you know, but the voting power is real. Can I ask a question? Can and a lot of artists too. One too is that a lot of the artists um, can, and producers can can um, can apply to be on these committees. I'm not sure why a lot of our people. I know there are a couple of producers that's on it, but. Um, why, why a lot of our people don't apply to be on it because then we'd have a little bit more voting power, a little bit um, more skin in the game. Yeah. Can you believe, can you believe, Kev Brock, I've heard numerous times and read that some of them don't want to pay the $100 fee. $100? Can you imagine that? So if you don't want to pay the $100, you yeah. can't complain then? Yeah. Uh, another... Um, thing too is that, <laughs> for example, they are, I don't remember which one of the Marleys are, they're on the committee, but they have a strong pull on the committee too, obviously, but when their family members' albums come up, they, one of the things is that they should not be allowed to vote. You understand what they're allowed to, according to what, 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 um, I, I read. Hmm. And heard from a couple of the, the governors that one guy who's a governor that's on it, who was on clubhouse here. Ziggy wife. Hmm. And you have to be nominated also. <sighs> so are we going to be having the same conversation again that we had earlier this year, where everybody was so upset about the the, the way it was going and how could you have a group that is not Jamaican, but what's concerning to me as we're sitting here talking is why am i not hearing some more names out of jamaica shaggy sean paul black uhuru there are certain names i think there are like 10 names we've got so accustomed to out of jamaica where is the rest of the talent out of jamaica Yeah, but moments we can't blame those people for winning because I, what's happening with, with Jamaican artists now, they're pimping out the music. And like I've, I've seen artists come on complaining about them didn't win, they, they never win the Grammy. And they weren't even qualified, they, they, they didn't have a vote. So I'm like, how can you win something when you don't have a vote? And they, and they sit down there like clowns complaining like, oh, they never win or whatever, and they not have no vote. You know, and, and they, they had the opportunity to sign up to pay the $100 and they never pay it because they're like okay i'm not putting out an album every year so why am i going to pay the hundred dollars you know like but yeah. they, they take a hundred dollars and they buy they buy um drinks at the, at the bar so it's stupid you know as you see that, moment yeah 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 there's a deadline too so a lot of these other artists they don't know if they're not they're not they don't have certain people around them they're not going to know about deadline to meet deadline and then they're not going to know about you know they have to have people around that's going to nominate them to even get their music you know um 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 even like get through to get through they have to get somebody to nominate them so they have to be a web deadline and sending all the information in 
at a certain time, I think it's like within the new year, sometime around the new year, right? And they have to have somebody nominate them. So that's it also. Boy, let me tell you something. You know, lack of knowledge, we are going to perish because we have knowledge not. There are certain things that we do not see as valuable. And the cost is minute. Just this weekend, and I have to go to a break, but just this weekend, I was listening to a conversation about the fact that so many black people don't have life insurance. You tell them about life insurance, they'll say, oh, no. How are you trying to kill me off? That's the mentality. And then when God forbid something happens, their family members are left scrambling and all the family members can find that they have left behind our designer bags, shoes, and clothes. No legacy is left. No portfolio is left so that the beneficiaries can, say, go invest in real estate or start a business or pay off debt so that they're debt-free. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, here we go. We don't want to invest $100. Because we're not putting out an album every year. But I guarantee you, everybody have a, a multi-million dollar studio. Or they're driving a luxury vehicle that de uh, depreciates. I guarantee you that. We don't see the value in the things that we need to have value in as they relate to our um, improvement, so to speak. This is your business. This is your business. So when groups outside of Jamaica take the time to invest, take the time to do the work, don't complain. Or if you keep seeing the same name show up over and over again, don't complain because you did not set yourself up for success. And I'm not saying paying the $100 is going to guarantee anything, but my gosh, it at least gives you a better opportunity. But we don't see the value in it. So we get left behind. And that's what's killing us. We need mindset. How many that's the new word. That's the word for 2022 going into 2023. Mindset. Change your mindset, people. To the talent in Jamaica. How can you say you're the innovators and the creators, but yet you're going to have others? Excel. Don't complain. Don't complain. We are in large part responsible for what happens to us. And yes, Prezi, I have to agree, lack of education. But are we desirous of that education? Because if I come to you and say, let's talk about life insurance and the different types of insurance policies available. You don't want to talk about that. You don't want to you talk know, about it. James, I'm going to have to go to break. When I get back, we can continue, all right? Sorry about that. But yeah, quick break. <laughs> 
thing on the man them what? You got the thing on the man them what? Hey girl, mix it up, mix it up, my friend. Wind it up, girl, your top rank. Hey, give me chills, I scream in a cup. Sweet, just like so what's up? Logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening online on ChanoRadio.com. I got to say thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee Intel World News on the go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. It is Move It Monday. We're doing it in Soka Styley. Remember, coming up later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, it is Days After Dark. Real Relationship Talk. Join the crew, Moments, Sinead, Rose Solo, and Marlon for adult conversation. Set your alarms, folks. You don't want to miss it. We will be live on QMZRadio.com, JohnnoRadio.com. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, jump on to Clubhouse. You know that your best and the body look good. Coming out my room, girl, boom, boom, boom. You want the master, Right after this, it's stories out of North America. She like man, man we fried. Big right, big right, big right is man. Man we fried. Top right, top right, top right. She 
make her come inside when she see the guest stick. Her eyes open wide, she like how I drive. The bell motor car, the bell, 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 bell motor car is big ride, big ride. All the gal them want big ride, top ride, top ride. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Alright, this is my last one, I promise, and then I'll get back to the business. Something about soca, kinda infectious for me. Long time you want it, all night you're waiting to challenge me. Okay, Patrice, I gotta cut you short. So sorry about that. I am one minute behind. <laughs> All right, folks, it's time for us to get into details of stories out of North America. But before the break, we were talking about the Grammy as it relates to reggae music. And I know, James, you wanted to share your thoughts. Go right ahead. James, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, so, so I was going to say something to the, the lack of education. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary a lack of education, like the opportunity is not there. But I think, as I said earlier, it's like pimping out the music, like fast money. They're not interested because over the years I've listened to like people like Shaggy, Sean Paul, and a lot of other people in the industry that I've seen young talent that they say, you know what, this, this, this guy or this girl is very talented. Let me see if I can give them some pointers or you know, mentor them, mm-hmm. and they refuse. Like, I, I seen this interview with, with Shaggy the other day, and he didn't call name, but he was saying he was working with an artist and trying to call up, and he was just saying it's like a headache. Like, just to show up for interviews, they're not showing up for interview. For video shoot, they're late. And, and, and he was talking about this instant where he was working with an artist, and because he's Shaggy, like, they, they, they're asking for, like, money more money you know like like just getting the opportunity to be on the same record with this guy would not be enough for them and and in one instant where like this artist de- like demand like um you know a podium or whatever for like um clothing like him say like you know like i'm an entertainer so i want to look good when i when step out or whatever and he said he he gave this guy the money and this guy show up to the concert in a t-shirt and a jeans. Like like him just pull out of bed. So so some of the artists, as I said, like they're not interested. They're just fast money. Because when you look at Shaggy and, 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 and um Spice, they just link up the other day. And the first time they link up, she got nominated for a Grammy. Because she was willing to listen and she was willing to and she and one thing you can't say you can't say about Spice is that she's not professional. She's very professional, so that's why she's ahead of the game. And I feel like if more of the Jamaican artists would just be professional 
listen to, to counseling and stuff like that, then wouldn't be talking about this. Like, they'll be nominated for Grammy every year. Every album they put out, a lot of these artists that have never been nominated before would be. So, yeah, I think it's more refusal of taking the education. Okay, I want to say something real quick. Yes, so, yes, Kate. Go I, right I agree. Thank you, but James. At the same time, I agree, but at the same time, like, um, artists that come out, they, they, have to, they have to be developed, right? And Spice didn't, Spice developed over time. Spice wasn't always like that, you know, and she's in the industry now where she, she, she have to, you know, she's, she's above, you know, among certain people, she's going to have to move a certain way. Oh, sorry about that. The background, yep. right? She had to move a certain way, but she wasn't always like that. That's something that developed over time. And a lot of artists, like rap artists, hip hop artists, they get artist development. They're they're nurtured, you know, and and people nurture that to build them, you know, as far as interviews, you know, as far as like when you go on a stage, you have a stylist. You're supposed to have a stylist. You're supposed to pay a stylist. So you know, it's more than just it's just not. It's not. They have to take accountability, but. I, you also need a team and you need people around you that's gonna, you know, share and give you insight. Okay, thank you, Kay. Anybody else? So, James is saying that there is not a matter of the lack of education, it's that they don't want the education or they don't want the help. They're just looking for the fast money. And Kay is saying that it takes, they need a team. You need a team around you and Artist development is not something that happens overnight. It is something that takes time. So, future artists, existing artists who are not able to make a headway, take counsel. You have to be willing to take counsel because those who think that they are bigger than, better than, and you can't tell me what to do, and those who refuse to be business-like and yes james spice is very business-like if you are not business-like in your approach just as you would have to get up and go to a nine to five and show up to be able to get that paycheck you have to do the same thing if studio time says we start at two o'clock two o'clock we are stuck if you're not there and you show up at three o'clock i'm not letting you in my booth i'm sorry you can take your money and go elsewhere I don't care what you want to say about me at that point. But business is business. If you don't respect your craft, you can't expect me to respect you. You have to respect my time as well. You can't come to my studio high, drunk, pants below your ass. I don't want to see your butt. You have to present yourself a certain way and that's me show up and with groupies with the bag of groupies i don't need them in my studio send them out they're a distract i don't need them they're a distraction what i need is somebody who is ready to show up and to work that's what i need and unfortunately we don't understand this we think everything is how we want and as we want and as we go. You never have two shilling for rub together yet, but you trying to call the shots. Where do you want to go? Go ahead, Dre. I know Dre was trying to say something. Hold on, James. Dre, go right ahead. Dre. All right, go ahead, James. Okay, Dre's. Ready. Oh no, 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 no. I, 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 I don't know. It wasn't me. Oh, I thought it was you. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, James. 
yeah, yeah. So, so to, to what Kay said about development, I think the, the, the idea about having a team behind you and a lot, again, a lot of these guys refuse the team behind them. Like they, they, they want to do the bathroom production thing. Um, but in terms of development, the development is not really an excuse because the two most successful artists in, in the past 10 years, like when you look at R3, just look at um, Chensia, look at Coffee. At Coffee's second, uh, at Coffee's album launch, when you, when you look at her performance, you see like a little baby. She's not fully developed yet as an artist, but she's what, what, what got her that, that first Grammy is because she had a team around her, she was humble, she, you can see in her that she's not in it for the glitz and the glam and, 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 and the fast money. But James, question, you said it wasn't about development. Of course it was for artist development for Coffee. No, but Coffee, but, but Coffee won her first Grammy before she was developed as an artist. She's not, like, when you look at, her, uh, at the, the, the second album launch, when you look at her on stage, like, she was just getting a little bit more comfortable in terms of performance. She's not fully developed as an artist. When you look at Chen Sia, when Chen Sia got her first couple of hits, she could, she could barely perform. Chen Sia is just getting to the top where now she's mastering her performance and stuff like that. So all I'm saying, like, in their infant stage, Coffee in her infant stage, um, Chen Sia in her infant stage, Alkaline in his infant stage, um, was successful before they, they were fully developed. I agree that a lot of the artists that came out are like pandemic artists. They can't perform and stuff like that. But Coffee was like that. Um, Chensia, Alkaline. It's, it's recently, for the past year, people are looking at Alkaline performance and, and saying, finally, Alkaline is there. People used to, used to troll him for his performance like two or three years ago. So, you know, like, I believe that even if you're not fully developed as an artist, like, you, you, you know, reach a level like the performance of a Beanie Man, a Bounty Killer or whatever, if you're humble and you listen and, and, and you, you, you have a team around you and you're not trying to run and get the fast money, they can still be successful even before they, 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 they're developed fully. So I just think they need they need good team and they need to stop trying to pimp out the music. It's not fast money, you know? Okay. All right. Thank you, James. Okay. So for stores out of North America, six confirmed dead in a Dallas air show crash. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. Six people were killed when two historic military planes collided mid-air at the wings over Dallas air show on Saturday afternoon. The crash happened at the Dallas Executive Airport in Texas around 1.20 p.m. A Boeing B-17 Flying Fortress and a Bell P-36 King Cobra crashed into each other and fell to the ground. A fire broke out, emitting thick black smoke. NBC5 reports that the Dallas County Medical Examiner confirmed six deaths due to the crash. Authorities are continuing to investigate the plane crash and are working to identify the victims. Michael Graham, a member of the National Transportation Safety Board, confirmed that five crew members and a pilot were among the deceased. A portion of Highway 67 was closed for several hours for falling debris in the wake of the crash. Despite the falling debris, no one was injured on the ground, thankfully. CEO and President Hank Coates of the Commemorative Air Force said during a press conference that the aircraft involved was well-maintained and safe for flight. 
The pilots were volunteers and highly trained. He noted that everyone involved was known to each since it was a tight-knit community. I can tell you this is an extremely close-knit family. Everybody knows everyone, he said. The crash is still under investigation. The NTSB will lead the investigation with help from the FAA and Commemorative Air Force. That is so sad. Next up, South Carolina woman dies of heart attack after attempted break-in. A North Myrtle Beach woman died after suffering a heart attack when she, a man attempted to break into her home back in July. Austin Thomas Jones, 40, is facing a charge of involuntary manslaughter due to the woman's death. Jones was taken into custody as to his home on Wednesday and released on a $2,500 bond. The woman called the police on July 24 to report an attempted break-in. When officers arrived, they determined that Jones had broken out the window to the residence. When police detained Jones, they noticed he had blood on his knuckles and was found to possess a small amount of cocaine. It was also noted that he smelled of alcohol and his eyes were red. An officer noticed the woman was having trouble breathing and became unresponsive. Police called EMS. The woman regained a pulse after CPR was administered. She was brought to an area hospital but died on July 28. An autopsy report revealed the woman's cardiac arrest stemmed from a contributory condition of stress caused by the attempted home invasion. Her death was ruled a homicide and a warrant was issued for Jones's arrest. Next up, courtesy of CNN via WSVN, TSA to conduct additional training after passenger is allowed on a flight with two box cutters, agency says. The Transportation Security Administration is admitting multiple failures and is instituting alerts to security officers at airports nationwide after a man got through a checkpoint with two box cutters. The move comes as passengers are expected to flood airports ahead of Thanksgiving. TSA security checkpoint agents at Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport failed to adhere to protocol Friday evening when they discovered a box cutter in a man's carry-on luggage, later causing an emergency diversion when the man allegedly threatened passengers when the plane was in flight, according to a TSA statement and a passenger on the flight. You know what? I can't even get through with half... You, you know what? Um, yeah, let me, let, me, let me just keep that moving. Do your job, TSA. Do your job, TSA agents. You can't slack off. People are still, you know, we got still got a messed up people walking around. Three dead in University of Virginia shooting suspect assault. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. Three people have been killed and two others were wounded in a shooting at a parking garage at the University of Virginia, according to the school's president, and police searched today for a student who was a suspect. The shooting around 10.30 p.m. on Sunday resulted in three fatalities. Two additional victims were injured and are receiving medical care. That's according to President Jim Ryan in a letter to the university community, which was posted on social media. He identified the suspect as Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. The university's emergency management issued an alert Sunday night notifying the campus notifying the campus community of an active attacker firearm. The message warned students to shelter in place following a report of shots fired on Culbreth Road 
on the northern outskirts of campus. Classes were canceled for today. Few if any people appeared to be out on campus, giving it an unusually deserted feeling this morning. That, they were shooting again, school again. Um, yeah. Next up, Democrats keep the Senate as control of House remains undecided. What's more important, the Senate or the House? What, what's more important? Anybody? What matters the most, the Senate or the House? My favorite meal is? In many cases, the Senate. The Senate. Uh, because the fact that they can appoint judges without the House approval. So they can appoint Supreme Court judges and federal judges and that's the um the bread and butter right there okay. the house is really the body that just passes bill you know but um the senate very important oh. uh, but i'll tell you something i am like all these other media outlets i'm shocked that they actually um retain power i thought they were going to get some uh, wiped out that just shows you that <laughs> i guess i guess americans are not as far gone as uh many of us uh, believe in the long run <laughs> listen Phew. sigh of relief right naturalist sigh of relief but what can we expect to have happen in the next two years are we going to see them actually um move differently as we've been crying out for them to you know stop trying to be politically correct i know they will not because democrats have no backbone um so they will not. And I'm surprised that this entire election cycle, I don't recall seeing um, our vice president, Ms. Camilla, on the stump for anyone. So I hope that in you know 24, they don't think about putting her for, for presidency because it ain't going to happen. But I don't know. Hmm. Interesting highlight. You're right. Didn't see her. Did anybody see her? Was she campaigning? Did she do any campaigning on behalf of anyone? I guess that's the consensus, naturalist. She was not seen. Hmm. It seemed like it seemed like they pick who they want to um campaign with. Because even the other day when they had the um election, um I went to I went to I went to one of the um stuff and I didn't even see the mayor of New York. Like he didn't even show up, and that's and the Democratic. It was a democratic um, race, and I didn't, he didn't, he wasn't there. Like they, they pick who they want to, to run behind our campaign with hmm. politics, hmm. politics, <laughs> politics indeed. Um, hmm. Right now, where are we? Hold on a second. I'm just checking for an update as at. 10.55 this morning. Bear with me for the house. Okay, can can I get some live information, please? So, question. Uh, I'm noticing this here where it's the, the, the headline is why the Georgia Senate race is still incredibly um, important for Democrats. Do they, does it, do we still need a runoff? Do we, or do we oh, still? yes, very important. Okay. Uh, it, 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 if if uh, the, if the Dem wins, 
it would avoid that 50-50 where uh, Camilla would need to be that uh, break tiebreaker. Tie okay, yeah. yeah. You don't want that tiebreaker. Just okay. Huh. Okay. So they're not out the woods really then, right? I mean, technically, yes, because, you know, the vice president will have the vote. But, you know, sometime on your party, you have that one person or, or, or that two people that might just go left on you. Mm -hmm. So you really need that 51. Mm. Okay, you never know. You might think everybody's with you. And then when time comes to vote, you realize like one person jump ship. Yeah, that part. And that's very likely for Democrats, <laughs> not for Republicans. Oh my gosh! Why you gotta beat up on them like that? Come on, Dre. Come on. They deserve it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, indeed, right? Uh, wow. Um, yeah. So let's see what happens there. All right. So. Why elections are not over until the votes are certified. But before I get to that, what the heck is going on with Texas? What, what y'all over there doing, um, Javette? What's up with this blocking of the student um, loan forgiveness program? They're trying to make a new world order. They're banning books. They're blocking votes. They're stopping people from getting sustenance when they stand online for hours. Last week, we had polls that when it came time for the polls to open, the key to run the machines wasn't there. They didn't have enough paper. It's a whole bunch of fracking Who is going to win? New world up? order. New world order. That's what they're trying to do. Wait, they're doing the same thing that they did in Georgia? They can't give nobody... Uh, like the water and the food for standing in the line for long trying to vote. That's yeah, what doing. all of that. They um, there was one polling area that couldn't open for about an hour or two, so people left. So they won an injunction for it to stay past seven o'clock, so people can still vote. And then they did an injunction against that to count those votes, like. <laughs> I have never seen law in this mannerism in my entire life. I I don't even know what to say. This, oh Lord. Um. So do we hold our breath? Do we? What do we do? So those who have submitted applications, do we remain hopeful? We have to. We have to. Yes, you have to. I think the issue for them, um, Javed, I think the concern rather for them, which we I know we spoke about it here. Well, my preference would be for them to send the check directly to the student loan provider versus sending it to the um the person who is in debt. That's my personal feeling because for some reason I just have a feeling that somebody's going to get a $20,000 check and they're going to go crazy, bananas, shopping. So, I, I agree with you there, but I don't think that's why they're That's not it. Okay. Can they come out and say, what's their real reason? What's the real reason? 
that thing I sent you on Instagram was hold the on, note my daughter received. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. So, yeah. U.S. Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, issued the following statement regarding today's district court ruling on student debt relief. We believe strongly that the Biden-Harris student debt relief plan is lawful and necessary to give borrowers and working families breathing room as they recover from the pandemic and to ensure they succeed when repayment restarts. We are disappointed in the decision of the Texas court to block loan relief moving forward. Amidst efforts to block our debt relief program, we are not standing down. The Department of Justice has appealed today's decision on our behalf, and we will continue to keep borrowers informed about our efforts to deliver targeted relief. More than 26 million borrowers have provided the information needed to process their applications for relief, and 16 million applications have been approved and sent to loan services to be discharged when allowed by the courts. Separately, we remain committed to taking other actions to fix long-standing issues in the student loan forgiveness system and hold schools accountable for leaving students with mountains of debt and without the skills and preparation to find good jobs. Despite this decision, we will never stop fighting for the millions of hardworking students and borrowers across the country. So I was of the opinion, Javette, that it was only going to affect the people in Texas. I didn't realize this was going to affect the 26 million borrowers that have already <laughs> submitted the information. No, it's everybody. That's the note my daughter received um, in her email. It's everybody. It's the entire program. Really, Texas? Really? That's how you want to do everybody? And the reason is because that decision came down from a federal court. And that's when you asked earlier, what's more important, the Senate or the House? Because once again, why the federal court is so important because these judges make decisions that not just affect a state, it affects the entire country. Yeah. Yeah. Hope y'all got that. Oh, wow. Can we get a break? But there wouldn't, be, I'm sure that energy would not be projected if you heard about even more tax breaks, right? For the wealthy or the rich. No, without a doubt. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That would not be an issue at all. They'd be like, yes, we're here for that. It's sad. It's, it's very calculated. Um, Republicans are very calculated. They, they know, they crunch the numbers and, and, and know what they're doing in Texas. They, they crunch the numbers. You know, if, if, if the demographic was um, leaning to their, you know, like, say, because when you look at um, Republicans, you're looking at some of the top 1%. So a lot of people, a lot of billionaires, millionaires who... Um, this this is not important to them, right? And then on the other scale, you have like um, the other group. I, I'm looking for appropriate um, <laughs> name to call them, but you know that that group that group that you know live in the in the in the suburbs and 
um, they're not like in terms of education is not priori uh, priority for them. Mm -hmm. So I think they're calculating and, and saying that this would affect um, Democrats more than Republicans. So they can they can because they, they they wouldn't alienate their base if you know this was going to affect their base in in any substantial you know way. So mm -hmm. I think they're very smart. They're calculated. They, they know what they're doing. It's not going to affect their base. Like one and two people might be casualty. One and two Republicans that, um, you know, were looking forward to their student loan disappear. They'll be like casualty to this. And, you know, no Republicans, they're still going to vote Republican. Even if they're like, oh, my gosh, like I could have had my student loan paid off. But because of my party, it's not happening. They're still going to vote Republican. So they know what they're doing. Kind of like the 72 percent in Georgia of women that voted against their own rights. <laughs> Not even funny. 72 percent of um, women from that demographic voted Republican. Can somebody explain the mindset to me, please? The mindset is no matter how you see them rally and do whatever it is, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, they are going to always, always come together <laughs> and, 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 and vote. In the end, like, when you come on to them, a film group, it, 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 no matter how, what the man say or what kind of rules, Put against them or laws or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Uh, if I have to make sure a certain group of people you know, get reached a certain position, they are going to always stick together. They depend on code. You know what I mean? They depend on code. So, I don't know if that makes sense. I get you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, 72% voted and i'm saying it this way they voted against the minority they did they voted against the minority and yet they're going to want the minority to fight for them when their issues oh minority step back fall back it's no longer your fight let them fight on their own at this point and there is an outcry of women in georgia minority women in georgia for all sectors. Yeah, there, there's a cry. There's an outcry. How could you, we fight with you, we fight for you. And when you're to stand up for us, you turn against us to the point where you're going to cut off your nose to spite your face. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. They voted against everything that they could benefit from. Really? <laughs> That's why it's supremacy for you. It's ridiculous. Come on, man. Come on. Do better. Do better. Why elections are not over until... There's another story that Javette sent over to me, which we're going to talk about a little later on. Very disturbing. We've got to protect our children. But right now, why elections are 
<laughs> More than the stepford wives, yeah. Why elections are not over until the votes are certified, courtesy of NPR.org. Voting has ended, and most winners have been declared. But even after all states finish counting and reviewing the votes, the 2022 midterm general elections are not officially over until the results are certified. That largely ceremonial step in the election process that turns unofficial results into official ones had generally not garnered much attention until the 2020 election. Amid the failed attempt by then-President Donald Trump and his supporters to overturn now-President Biden's victory two years ago, the two Republican members of Michigan's Wayne County Board of Canvassers initially voted against certifying the results out of the state's largest county, which is home to the strongest... (laughs) I'm sorry, which is home to the Democratic stronghold of Detroit. After public pressure, the GOP members ultimately agreed to certify, breaking the tie from the board's first vote. And this year, New Mexico's Republican-led Otero County Commission made national headlines after it voted in June not to certify the results of its primary um, elections, despite finding no deficiencies with the counts. In the end, the New Mexico Supreme Court ordered the commissioners to supply with the state law and certify the county's results. These incidents have raised concerns about other officials gumming up elections by refusing to certify results with no legitimate problems, including election deniers who may try to slow down or stop the process because they don't like who won a race. Here is what you need to know about the election result certification process. Why is it important to certify election results? State laws require results to be certified as part of the election process. How are election results certified? The process varies by state and by elected office. But generally, for this year's midterm elections, it involves a review of the results at the local and state levels. What happens if an official refuses to certify results despite finding no legitimate problems with the count? Well, in states where laws specify deadlines for certifying results, courts could step in to force officials to declare the results official, as the New Mexico Supreme Court did for Otero County's primary results. All right, so, yeah. Why are people sore losers? Why are we sore losers? What about, um, well, we were, well, I was taught, let me speak for myself. I was taught from an early age that, you know, you have to know how to take your losses. You win some, you lose some. You have to have good sportsmanship. You don't sit down and throw a hissy fit and, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. If the law dictates, do what the law dictates and stop being a, Petty person, petty Betty. It's not necessary. Not necessary at all, folks. All right, next up, we have a story out of Australia. Cruise ship with 800 COVID positive passengers docks in Sydney's courtesy of CNN. A cruise ship with hundreds of COVID positive passengers docked in Sydney, Australia after being hit by a wave of infections. The Majestic Princess cruise ship was about halfway through a 12-day voyage 
when an outbreak of cases was noticed. Carnival Australia President Marguerite Fitzgerald told reporters in a media briefing on Saturday. The ship had 4,600 passengers and crew on board at the time, according to CNN affiliate Nine News. After mass testing 3,300 passengers, around 800 tested for COVID-19, as did a small number of crew. All positive cases were mildly symptomatic or asymptomatic, and those guests isolated in their staterooms and then separated from non-impacted guests. Cruise operators separately escorted those infected off the ship and advised them to complete a five-day isolation period. Okay. Those who tested negative were permitted to leave the ship. So, well, we did say, well, we have said that the pandemic isn't over, but everybody has thrown caution to the wind. We're all going about our business as though it's life as usual. Nobody's wearing masks. Very few people wear masks. Um, we have tossed everything out the window. Well, this is a gentle reminder, not so, not so quick, not so quick. We still have to protect ourselves, whether vaccinated or not. Our stories out of Latin America, climate change puts Cuba and their agriculture under threat. Like the rest of the Caribbean, Cuba, Cuba is suffering from longer droughts, warmer waters, more intense storms, and higher sea levels because of climate change. The rainy season, already problematic for farmers, has gotten longer and wetter. Agriculture has long been a relative bright spot in Cuba's struggling economy. The socialist government has been relatively liberal with food producers, allowing them to pursue their economic interests more openly than others in Cuba. Cuba has ample sun, water, and soil, the basic ingredients needed to grow plants and feed animals. By changing the way nature functions in the Caribbean, however, climate change is tinkering with raw elements of productivity. Cubans are leaving the island in the highest numbers in decades. United States authorities encountered nearly 221,000 Cubans on the U.S.-Mexico border in the 2022 fiscal year. It was a 471% increase from the year before, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. A part of what is driving the flow is climate change, which costs Cuba $65.85 billion in gross domestic product between 1990 and 2014 alone, 9% of its to total GDP, and that's according to Dartmouth College. Caribbean economies, tourism, agriculture, and fishing are at the forefront of climate change, said Donovan Campbell, a climate change expert at Jamaica's University of the West Indies, when speaking with the Associated Press. And of course, you know, we have the hurricanes, so on and so forth. Um... I'm glad this article came up because it serves as a reminder for me. I saw a video, so you realize I get a lot of my videos on TikTok, right? Saw this video on TikTok of Juliet Holness speaking with some farmers, right? Um, what am I saying right? Speaking with some farmers, demonstrating how to use a machine that would allow them to earn free money. Free money, you ask, in Jamaica? Yeah when you think about it we're all familiar with the christmas program where people cut away cane bush that comes over i don't know if you call, is cane bush the right name you know that long grass that looks like cane but it's not cane and people use it to feed their cows and goats and you know other livestock 
So she was demonstrating to a group of farmers that they could use this machine throughout the year. You cut to keep the roads clear. You cut away the cane grass, let's call it that. I'll soon tell you the right name. You put it in through the machine and it cuts it up, right? Breaks it down. You can now bag it up and sell it because there are people who need grass for their livestock. I read the comments. You can sell it and keep the money, right? You can sell it and keep the money. So I'm reading the comments. Why you are Andrew gonna go nyam the grass? Gwefran ya so with that a way you want farmer fiddo. And as I read the comments, I was like, are we the stupid? Are so we ignorant? You are being shown a way to make additional income. And when you think about it, and I like you plant something today, it grow tomorrow, and the next day you can reap, right? Farming takes time. Depending on what you're growing or if it relates to livestock, three, six, nine months, sometimes a year out, sometimes longer. So here is a way to earn additional income. And you're going to tell, you're going to, in the comments, say, you and your husband figure near the grass. Go find yourself with that. Away you go with that. I what them fi do with that. How that I go help them. Hence, you know what, let me not make the comment. Can we stop the ignorance, people? And it's not everybody who feels that way, but it's just unfortunate that a large number of people feel that way. So what is your suggestion then, my lovely well-thinking people who think it's a dumb idea, what is the suggestion then? Please provide, because I see it as an opportunity. What's the, what should they do while they're waiting for their crops to grow and their livestock to mature? What, what, do, what do we do? Tell me. Hmm? What do we do? What's a better alternative to earn while you're waiting you don't have to go out there and buy the grass and cut it up and sell it the grass free it grow all along the roadside the pie every road in jamaica it's free oh let it stay and wait until once a year and you get about what a little bit of money for cut the grass when you can be earning every month or every week whatever throughout the year you see how limited we are in our vision and if a foreigner come to jamaica now and cut it down and bag it up and sell it now how no allow the foreigner to come in here and cut it down and take away grass and sell it uh, we were telling you what to do with it but you said that's foolishness so somebody else saw an opportunity and then I'm going to take it and run with it. You can't please the people. 
I'm I'm sorry, moments. It was kind of just fall back and remove. Yes, it's about grass. Want to do grass? Okay. So you know, every year the program at Christmas time where they give the parish council gives out the work to go cut the grass, to widen the road because the grass grow over another road, right? The mm. bush. The bush, right? So Juliet Holness was speaking with a group of farmers and demonstrating to them a machine that you can use to break the grass down, bag it up, and sell it to other farmers who raise livestock, whether it be goats, cows, chickens, whatever. Um, oh, whatever kind of like what them do over here with the hairs them. Thank you. Right. And Jamaicans in the comments are tell her for Gwefran ya with that. I want them to do with that. Why she and her husband not going to eat the grass? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ignorance. I'm sorry. There's no other way for me to put it, but it's ignorant. I wish I was in Jamaica. Mother said, um, Juliet, give me the machine. No. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Bring it home. Can I come? Because me no mother take you, make you sad. I'll tell you. I always want um, grass for, for, for give them cow and all them something there and them goat and all them things there. So if you I get an opportunity with a machine where can go break down these grass and deal with it like how you see them do it over here so they hear them and sell them well, hey why not extra income thank you thank you Afo. so my question is whilst they're there telling a cousin juliet to come with the idea of how they can earn free money because they don't have to go buy the grass all they have to do is go and chop the grass uh, chop the bush and come put it through the grinder. So my question is, what is a better idea? Because livestock not grow overnight, crops not grow overnight. What's a better idea while they're waiting for months for their crops and livestock to be ready? And I'm waiting for answers. And of course, nobody can put in a better suggestion. I'll know in a TikTok them can't do it. We saw quick for cut down ideas and not willing to try anything. Not willing to try. We gotta change our back to the word mindset. We love find fault, but we don't know how to come up with a solution. Solutions are provided. Everything is trial and error. Nobody's saying things are gonna work right away or they're the best idea. But come on. Try something, and if that not work, then we try something again. But we don't want to try. And then we're gonna put our hand on with jar. Government, I do not do for me. Boy, I'm there, so A lot of the suffering is brought on by ourselves and our failure to try. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. You give him a fish, you only feed him for the day. Oh, we, you want us to keep feeding you? No, baby, no work, sir. Mm -mm. Get up and do something. And since you don't look at that as a viable option, I said, I still wait for answers. And that's about the fourth or fifth time I said so. Yeah, still waiting on answers. Advocates welcome TPS extension for citizens of six countries. 
Story courtesy of Al Jazeera.com, human rights advocates have welcomed the Biden administration's extension of temporary deportation relief to the citizens of six countries, saying the move will allow hundreds of thousands of people to rest a little easier. The United States on Thursday announced that the temporary protected status, TPS, will be extended until June 30, 2024, for citizens of Haiti, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Honduras, Sudan, and Nepal. This is according to a document filed by the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Their legal status in the U.S. was set to expire at the end of the year. Washington wants TPS of nationals... um, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Washington wants TPS to nationals of countries where conditions temporarily make it too dangerous for citizens to return, such as in cases of armed conflict or other or after environmental disasters, including earthquakes and hurricanes. TPS recipients can remain in the U.S. without fear of deportation, and they receive work permits. The extension will affect about 392,000 people, of whom approximately 242,000 are citizens of El Salvador. Good. Good, good, good. Is there, when you're on TPS, is there a path to permanent residency? Or will you at some point have to go back? Not sure how that works. Hmm. Today, TPS holders still do not have permanent residence, along with all the civil rights and political equality they deserve. They deserve lawful permanent residence. Hmm. Yeah, why can we put them on a path to that if they are, they're not a problem to society, they are well, they're operating as deserving citizens, meaning they are gainfully employed or they're going to school um, paying taxes. Because when they work, don't we take taxes out of their paycheck? Don't we? I would think so. Uncle Sam now left at mud. Yeah, can we put them on a path to um, permanent residency, please? So that's it for stories out of Latin America. So there is, um, Javette sent this over to me. Let me see if I can play it and see if we can hear it. People and places have very specific things that they like, certain nationalities or certain age groups. So the Cardos are looking for the people going around. And when they spot someone with those characteristics, they tend to like take them. They are just going to keep them there and they're not going to be free ever again. When they keep the children, they could use them for anything, for drugs or uh, for sex or, uh, you know, I mean, the kids could be abused, right, on the road. In most cases, they wanted to sell their organs, so that is the reason they take children. That's very hard to hear. Yes, it's very hard. Sometimes they take out the organs and they they refill the body with drugs so they can take it to the border. Do they sell it to hospitals or to buyers, like private buyers, wealthy buyers? There are people with money that want to buy the organs of kids. And it's not only for a country, they take it to different countries. And normally they do this with uh, clinics that are not authorized. This is worth a lot of money. 
Obviously, it's more lucrative for them to just get the child and gain money from each organ they sell. So they're obviously looking for opportunities to gain more money out of it. They just care about the money. I've heard that some people... So, a human smuggler admits the real reason they take children. The rich need the organs. Protect your children, folks. Protect your children. Stop having your children running up and down on the street at night. Protect your children. They don't care. They don't care. A rich person doesn't want to die. Everybody want to get to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Well, how the heck are you going to get to heaven, right? Um, they're kidnapping children. They are harvesting their organs. Harvesting kidneys, hearts, livers. Every organ that can be harvested and used is what's going on. Protect your children. I'm speaking in particular to those people who do not provide safe environments for their children, safe homes. Change that, please. Because when your child runs away and they fall into the hand of a smuggler, that's it. The picnic could have begged for a note till next year. They don't care because there's money on the table. Stop abusing your children. Stop letting your children do as they please. Stop letting your children call the shots. And not every pan not them need for go. Make them stay at their yard sometimes. Protect our children they are preyed upon because rich people need organs and rich people don't care that it's from a child they don't care they're not asking oh my god where did this come from oh it's from an eight-year-old that we we captured we stole we we um we smuggled they're not gonna say no 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 i don't want it no bring it bring it bring it bring it i pay good money bring it bring it they don't care about your children. You have to care about your own children. And this is going to sound harsh. It better you not bring them in the world if you're going to bring them and not care about them. You go into some stores and you see the, the plaque, the, you know, they have the boards so many pictures up of missing children i'd rather the child be mad at me for not allowing them to go somewhere than let them go and then i regret it it's a cold world out there folks and nobody cares about anybody anymore and the smugglers they don't have a heart either 
because I know a lot of these smugglers have children. How would they feel if their own child is smuggled and murdered and harvested? Sounds like a damn car. You know, when you go to the junkyard and you just, you take off what you need and you leave the rest. And unfortunately, it's the minorities, the minority communities that get affected. Mostly. Javed, I thank you for sharing this. It was um, hard for me to even listen to that. My sister-in-law's two daughters are here from Jamaica uh, going to college. And, you know, uh, Texas is also um, high in, you know, trafficking. And they're looking for an apartment. And I said to my sister-in-law, um, why haven't these girls called me so I can go with them? Okay. So it's not even just, um, the protection is also the mindset. Now they're 18 and 20, right? So they're not really children, but yes, they are children. But when you kind of leave them on their own, they're going to decide whether they want to involve people, okay? So I just reiterated to her as well as them to know where you're at. Um, Don't go places in the night. I'm trying to see if I can get them even a little taser for them to carry, okay? Um, But it's... It's a scary thing to know that the world has changed so drastically. I don't think this is new. I just think it's at a next level thing now. Because children have gone missing for years. Children have been a part of nefarious acts for years. And it's just sad. It it just really is. So I yield. Thank you, Javed. We got to track our children. Do what naturalist does, right? For their safety. You're not trying to fasten them business or take away their freedoms. We have to protect them the best way we can. And yes, Javette, you know, everybody wants to feel grown. They want to feel independent. They want to be able to do as they please. But <laughs> you, you, you get it. I 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 remember um, Marlon can tell you when my dad was alive and we would all be here in Miami together and Marlon and I are going out and my dad is like, where, where are you going? And he turns to my mother and he's like, where are these children going? And in my mind, I'm like, children, we're adults. And we're probably leaving the house around seven, eight o'clock. It's too late. Where are they going? Where are they going? They shouldn't be going out at this hour. And my mother has to say to him, calm down. 
Let them go and enjoy themselves. But I get it. It's not that he didn't think we were adults and it's not as though he didn't think we should have fun. But he was worried because you know a lot of crap goes on at night. He just wanted to know that we would be okay. And I get it. I remember my brother one one Christmas. Um, my brother and I, both adults. My brother is older than me, probably 15 years older than me. We're adults here in Miami. We're going out. We're going up to, I remember, we're going to a first Friday up in um, Pembroke Pines. When they used to have first Fridays at this hotel. Um, we were leaving. I think it was about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. My dad almost had a fit. Grant, <laughs> I'm in my 30s. My brother and his 40s. My father almost went crazy. Where are these children going? At this time of night, they know it's not safe out there. So, Javed, it doesn't matter how old they are. We're going to worry about them, right? Yeah, I have the same issue with my daughter. She's on her own now. You know, I tell her when you go to Walmart at night, don't park next to a truck. Try to park as close to the front as you can. Not even just a truck. There's people just sitting in their regular cars. There's people actually living in Walmart parking lots in their cars. Yeah. I just I just have to pray. And don't park next to panel vans if you can, please. Try to park where it's well lit as much as you can. Um pay attention to how people park too. Right? If you have to squeeze into some a parking spot or Another thing, if you park your vehicle and you come back out and you notice they say like a panel van is parked right up against the driver's side, you know what we're going to do? We're going to squeeze to get in. Don't. Don't. Go back if you can and have security follow you back to your vehicle and enter through the passenger side. Pay attention. In, in Houston last week, this elderly lady was just leaving her credit union and driving into her driveway. It's broad daylight. Someone followed her from the credit union, walked up to her and robbed her, snatched her purse. This, I have to send you the video because this is how Bolden, he drove, parked his car in the middle of the street, got out, grabbed the woman purse and she was holding on to it. So he grabbed her down her lawn and jumped back into her car. He got a thousand dollars. This is broad daylight. So even when you're leaving banks, it's, it's Christmas time now. They say people follow you from the mall. Yeah. I, I guess the bottom line here is that especially for women, we have to be cognizant of our surroundings. Yeah. Uh, long time, may I tell people about them something? Uh, a long time, may I tell people about them things. Eh? 
on the Sony come on to them kids I'm not like a couple years ago years ago um, when I'm sure the video was that video? a video or a picture one of the two the warehouse full of kids like dead kids you know what I'm saying um, some of them like wrap up like you know, duct tape and all them things them organs missing them even show you certain there was this one was a video for a fuck it's like where them kidnap kids and bring them it's like some hole like some kind of hole them bring them or something and do all sort of manner evil to these because innocent kids you know even when the movie get all come out that's what i'm saying they put these things right in the movie you know what i mean all those some movies I just want them to try for one, but them have to do it in a certain way. And it's like, I guess, like if you know, you know. You know, some people just see it as poor entertainment. But get out, explain where these rich people, you know what I mean, them want to feel young again. So they feel like if they get certain people, organs, you know what I mean, it's like have them feeling extra young and healthy and strong and all these things. And then pay a big big bucks <laughs> you know what I mean for, for these for a certain for, for these young people organs are a certain group of people organs so a dual thing out here a serious thing you know uh, you have some evil entities out here a, a walk the planet and I do all sorts of manner evil and it it weird to me more time when like these things are like oh the public people know and at the end of the day, it's like people just have them kids just out on the road, you know what I mean? Nah, pay them no mind, have them go to certain hours, you know what I mean? As we said, make them talk to them in time, oh, I'm leaving, and slam the door and walk going to the house, and you know? It's, uh, and next thing in the year, say, oh, did that China come back home? And you know, it up on TV, I'll cry, oh, uh, I should have went after her, I went after him. It's like, <laughs> so it's it weird to me when like, they take this extra precaution for watch over them kids and know, say, oh, these evil entities out here walk and pray for innocent kids. It's, you know what I mean? So, uh, a serious thing I go on out there, man. Uh, serious, like some e- e- evil, evil out there, man. Evil out there, and as we say, moments. People need to pay more attention. And I'll tell you, you know? something after you and your wife have to protect yourselves because I've also seen stories at truck stops. Especially, oh, yeah, especially women truckers, they've got to be extra careful. Always. At night time, right, my wife did the night shift. And more time when she go do, if she would not, especially if we're not into a well lit area, or if we know she go out to do our pre trip before she take off, we'll make sure she we're up. I mean, I watch her. You know what I mean? We have a knife, she have our knife, she have our flashlight, she have our teaser, she have our beer mace. <laughs> you know? We have a, a, a big hammer in our wheels and check the wheel. So, yeah, yeah man. So, when she do our thing, uh, our check, our we park certain places, we'll, we shall, um, I'm like, we'll come out of the truck, whether we go inside for food or use the restroom, we're up. You know, I watch each other back. We we'll call each other. All right, I'm reaching inside now. All right, I'm gonna come out now. Because just, just the other day, I think, oh, we're Kentucky? Yeah, no, or Tennessee. 
from either Kentucky or Tennessee, a stabbing take place. Wow. A stabbing take place, you know. And I say, oh, John, you know, we don't even know if a person make it or not. Hopefully, he make it. Even though them, them say he was a troublemaker, but hopefully, he make it. But that's a serious thing, out there, man. You have to watch it. You have to watch about because some of these truckers are serial killers. Let me give a catch one. He was a serial killer. You know, I think I heard about that one. Yeah. I think I heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah, a serial killer. You know, driving truck from state to state and commit these murders. You know, and it's a little girl or something like so. Them say them sneaking in some little girl's room and the little girl start scream and the parents them come in and give him some rotty lick and you know, kind of hold him down or whatever it is and um, call um, law enforcement and them come and arrest him or whatever it is. And even before that, so some of these truckers out there are demons, them, serial killers, them. You know, uh, just to go from state to state and commit them crime. Just be safe, Afro. That's all I can say to you yeah, and your wife. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we have business and tech news as well as entertainment news coming right up. Keep it locked. Everybody, catch the vibes. It's your boy, Salty Love Slide. Who? We're doing this for all the independent ladies that are all over the world. Ladies, it's time to work. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All my girl just work.
Somebody tell me Whoa, I may need up an answer I can't take the pressure Somebody save me Whoa, save me for myself now Cause once it's a fet and liquor I just feel I could do what I want Where I want and just how I want it All on top, the speaker jumping I see by this thing when I'm pumping Yeah, but man say I ain't working Why he tell me I'm horny I say any problems, you have check me in the morning Listeners, logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. And of course, I got to say a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee in Toe, World News on the Go. Every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Tonight on uh, QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and on Clubhouse, it is Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. This is when we talk about communication, love, intimacy, friendship, finance, and more. Join the crew tonight, Moments With Me, Javette, Marlon, Rose Solo, and Thea Sinet. As we take on another interesting topic, but you gotta tune in for that one.
And you're doing it for spite Why you so unruly, so rude, yeah Every time I have to go You give me the I shall return And I must come back You give me the I shall return And I must come back You give me the I shall return And I must come back You give me the I shall return And I must You got me Monday here in Coffee Toe, and we do it every Monday in Soka Styling. We're going to get back to the business real quick, real soon. <laughs> Keep it locked. Just a couple more songs, and then it will be back to business. Somewhere to be at the bottom of the hour, you got five minutes to get there. It's 25 after.
Should everyone should be awake by now. I know some folks, depending on where you are in the world, you're heading home from work. Good for you. Yes, folks, it is after five somewhere in the world. Well, this will motivate you to get your week started. Get it off, right? Set those goals, set those plans, all right? Terry, I gotta cut you short in this one and get back to business. It is time for business and tech news. Read my water. Elon Musk heads to court over Tesla pay that made him the world's richest person. Story courtesy of CNN Business News. Tesla and CEO Elon Musk will spend this week in court to defend the massive compensation package that helped make him the world's richest man. The week-long trial in Delaware Court of Chancery will examine the 2018 compensation plan that the Automaker's Board of Directors created for Musk. The automaker said at the time it could be worth nearly $56 billion, making it the largest compensation package for anyone on earth from a publicly traded company and the net value today is 50.9 billion dollars even in the rarefied air of ceo pay musk's compensation plan stood apart millions upon millions of dollars are often lavished on corporate executives of the biggest companies but the plan to pay musk initially totaled in the tens of billions of dollars as long as he met performance goals it wasn't in cash top executive pay rarely is but in shares of the company the higher tesla went the more those shares would be valued the more musk would be awarded and the more those shares would be worth and as tesla's stock shot ever upwards it helped propel him to a net worth of over $300 billion at one point, all while shareholders reaped the potential gains. But all the while, Musk was sharing his time between his many other endeavors. Space, SpaceX began regularly sending astronauts to the International Space Station. The boring company built a loop under the Las Vegas Convention Center, and then, of course, he bought Twitter. Musk isn't the only one to benefit from the rise in value of Tesla shares and options, however. So have shareholders. The market value of Tesla 
has soared more than 1,000% since they approved his pay package in March of 2018. The case could be significant for Tesla, given the serious questions raised about its executive compensation, according to corporate governance experts. Tesla's board of directors has defended the compensation package. The trial may also invigorate debate over executive compensation, including large stock grants they receive. S&P 500 CEOs averaged $18.3 million in compensation in 2021, 324 times the median pay at the incomes. That disparity has grown in recent years. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, for example, received compensation valued at $212.7 million in 2021. Apple CEO Tim Cook received nearly $100 million last year. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella was paid nearly $50 million in 2021. The plaintiff, Richard J. Tornetta, claims on behalf of Tesla shareholders that Musk exploited his control over the company and its board of directors to secure the huge compensation package in order to fund his personal ambition, which is to colonize Mars. Gone, must go on, get out of here. You can go to Mars. Um, <laughs> he wants to colonize Mars. What if him going to go book up on some people and they go deal with him different from how we here on Earth dealt with colonizers? <laughs> I have a question though. When did we land someone on the moon? Do you remember the year? What's his name? Was it Neil? That's his name? Neil Armstrong. But when was that? What year was that? Uh, was it what? Uh, 60? Uh, I don't know it was in the 60s. <laughs> However, they said nothing like that never happened. 1969. July 29, 1969. Okay. Yes, that is correct. I think y'all know where I'm going with this. It's 2022. Technology is way more advanced now. How come nobody else can reach the moon yet? <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm caught. Let me for sure. There was this video me I watch, and it's like a con to them. Our presence at NASA was saying, oh, um, that technology has been lost, you know, so that is why we're unable to put someone back on the moon uh, so people like and then they start to see other videos that come out where it's um they must show like what like some some cool weird videos they must show oh like gosh. like them they in the studio and i pretend for a walk on the moon all kind of foolishness and some little giveaways little items in the background and i must say oh what kind of spaceship this you know what i mean so a whole part thing so them say it never them, nobody never land on the moon. It, it was just a, a hoax because um, the US and what during the Cold War and the Soviet Union and the race for, for go to space and the US come up with this 
thing about how you them land on the moon and all sort of rubbish. So, the, the, so them says still, you know what I mean? I don't know, I never, <laughs> I never got there yet, so I <laughs> don't know how true it is. I don't but know how true it is. I'm to share this stuff that take place, but there was a video come up with a NASA person, I must say, um, that technology has been lost or destroyed, and so they are unable to send um, astronauts out in space to land on the moon and all, all sort of madness. And I was like, <laughs> and that was a very old, long time video. I so like, I, I, I jumped onto Google. Okay. <laughs> well, according to um, starlust.org, um, there have been 30 companies. No, I'm sorry. There have been some completed missions to the moon, right? Um, 30 by the U.S., 23 by Russia, 7, I don't know what country's flag that is. Let me see if I can find a breakdown here. So, USA, 32 completed missions. Um, yeah. Uh, but only one man has ever walked on the moon. Only one. Soviet Union has had 23 completed missions. China, seven, Japan, two, uh, Luxembourg, one, European Union, one, India, one. Um, the Soviet Union was the very first political union to reach the moon with the spacecraft Luna 2 in 1959, a historic feat that probably helped to trigger the space race between Russia and the United States. So how many countries have landed humans on the moon to date? Only one country has succeeded in landing humans on the moon. The United States of America as part of the Apollo space program. The United States has landed a total of 12 astronauts. Okay, so I'm confused if it's only one person. So they landed, but they didn't come out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Some shady stuff. So... I don't know. Am I the only one who questions these things sometimes? Um, I question it in recent years. I don't know. No, you're, no, you're not. Know. You're using your, 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 your third eye. You know, you're picking sort of nonsense. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> so my question really, though, I need, let me get back to the article with Elon Musk going to court um, himself and Tesla to battle out this thing about his paycheck, right? Um, should executives make that much money? Should they, when there are people in their company who have to sign up for government assistance? We say it's a capitalist country, right? So you're free to earn whatever you want to earn. It's limitless. There's no cap. But in light of what happens in companies and Probably is it that the the um, CEOs or the owners think that whatever they're paid at at the lowest level it's livable they can survive off of that. They don't care. They don't care that they have to seek government assistance. That there are people who do live on Section Eight. There are people who have to get um, food stamps, um, cash assistance because their paychecks just don't cut it. When you think of the fact, for example, rent. Rent is ridiculously high. Housing, ridiculous. Should there be a cap on how much an executive is able to earn from his own company? Should there be measures in place to see to it that the people at the lowest level in the company are earning 
where they're able to afford their rent or mortgage, afford their car payment because they have to get to work, afford to put food on their table, afford to pay their utilities, and afford to put aside something for savings. How do we feel about that? Or should it be left alone? I honestly feel that there shouldn't be a cap on a owner's salary when it's his company. Right. When it's his company, not the ones you hire in as CFO or COO. Okay. But when it's my company, there shouldn't be a cap on what I make. Now, I'm not saying that I agree that your workers should be paid below salary. Right. Right. But I work. We have to learn to stand up for what we're worth. Yeah. Bottom line. If you're not getting it from somewhere, go get it from somewhere else. And I kind of yield because I am at my desk. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So. And I agree with you, Javette. Your earnings should be, you know, you own the company, sweat, blood, and tears to figure it out, do the research, blah, blah, blah. It's your company. I get it. But at the same time, be cognizant of the economic landscape that we live in. Do not be so detached that you don't care what your janitor makes you don't care what your greeter makes you don't care what um someone who has to in customer service or whatever the position is do not be so detached that you don't care what they make you don't care that even though they're working nine to five and understand this the lower you are on the toting pole is the more stringent the measures you know that right as you blink you get a write up <laughs> let's not be unfair with them when it comes to that let's make sure that they're earning livable wages that they can live in with pride and dignity and be able to look after their families that's all i'm saying i'm not saying you need to take a smaller paycheck but let's make sure that those who are working for me they're good that's how I look at it. There are companies who offer what is called ESOP, Employee Share Ownership um, Programs, where you are allowed to own so many shares and you do get a check at the end of the year. There are companies like that. There are companies that issue equal bonus regardless if whether you are the um, janitor the, the kitchen attendant or you are the CEO, everybody get the same bonus check. There are companies like that. Can we have more of those, please? Can we have more of those? Even though we operate in a capitalist society, can we have more of those companies? Is it possible? Okay, I stepped away. <laughs> <laughs> So I work in a company that has that structure and I think they get away from it or they get away with it, not because they're not cognizant of it, is because 
people don't ask for what they deserve. So I work with a young lady and um, Robert Half has a salary guide each year that show you what specific positions make uh, throughout the company or country, sorry. And um, I told her to, the next time she, you know, goes in for review, point that out as well as qualify why you feel you deserve it. Have proof of it. Okay? Right. Um, and I think that works a lot of times. But there are some employers that won't give give a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> give a damn. Okay? Okay. Because they can get away with it. All right. Okay. So, no, we're always here to learn when we can, right? To um, promote thinking whenever we can. <laughs> um, stocks versus bonds. Is it better to invest in stocks or bonds? Oh, you know, I jumped on Google. First thing is, what's the difference between a stock and bonds? The main difference between stocks and bonds is that stocks give you partial ownership in a corporation, while bonds are a loan from you to a company or a government. And, you know, a lot of people have asked the question, is it better to invest in stocks or bonds? And the answer is stocks offer an opportunity for higher long-term returns compared with bonds, but come with greater risk. Bonds are generally more stable than stocks, but have provided lower long-term returns. By owning a mix of different investments, you're diversifying your portfolio. And I'm bringing these little snippets up now because tax season is around the corner. And a lot of times, especially in our community, people get these hella checks and they take these checks to the mall. If this can help in any way for us to change the way we think, because time and time again, we have said in here that we need to build up our community and a part of the building up comes through education or enlightenment or make raising an awareness. And I want to say we, we are raising an awareness. So with the hope that those who are listening, if they're not familiar with it, will seek to learn more about it so that they can move away from investing in brands, labels, and focus more on building a portfolio because you can't rely on social security it may not even be there by the time we're set to retire for me um if you go according to retire what's the retirement age in the country in this country again 60 something or 70 what is it whatever whatever it is nothing may be there right so we have to prepare to be able to live a, a decent quality of life when we get to retirement god willing so these snippets are to help people to raise an awareness in people so that they will go and seek information from professionals, not fly by nights, professionals. All right. Um, so is it better to invest in stocks and bonds? We just spoke about that. Stocks offer an opportunity 
for higher long-term returns compared with bonds, but come with greater risk. Bonds are generally more stable than stocks, but have provided lower long-term returns. By owning a mix of different investments, you're diversifying your portfolio. All right. Um, another question, because there are some people who do get $10,000 or more when it's tax season. What is the best way to invest $10,000? And here are some recommendations um, that were put out by Forbes.com, their Forbes advisor. Open an IRA. Bolstering your retirement savings is a great use of $10,000. Investing in mutual funds or EFTs. Building a stock portfolio. Investing in bonds. Buy real estate with REITs. R-E-I-T-S. Prepare for healthcare costs with an HSA and focus on the long term. All right. So yeah, just a little heads up. Don't take your entire check. And I'm not saying not to take some of it. You know, you want to treat yourself by all means, but let us think about investments, folks. Let us think about setting up our children and our grandchildren. Let us set them up, not even your children. Let us focus on setting up our grandchildren. Okay? We need to change our economic situation. If you can find $1,500 to put down on a handbag, I hope you have $4,500 to invest. If you can put $1,500 down on a handbag, I hope you have $4,500 to invest. And I'm going to leave that right there. And if you don't, I'm sorry, you can all lash out on me. It means you can't afford a $1,500 handbag. It really should be 10 times the amount, right? <laughs> because the handbag is not an investment. It's going to depreciate. Unless you're going to use it to do a rental program where you rent out your bag, right? Where you're going to get a, where it becomes an ROI. That's different. But if you're going to spend $1,500 on a bag and you don't have $4,500 in savings or investments, and all you want this bag to do is to flaunt around to, because it makes you feel as though you have some status, you're not thinking smart. All right? I hope I'm not offending anyone, but the, the thing is to raise awareness. All right, folks, let us change the trajectory of our economics within our communities. We have to change our, what's the word? Mindset. Got to change our mindset. Can you imagine if someone for 10 years, let's say for 10 years, they were getting $5,000 or $7,000 back in tax return. Save that for 10 years. They would have $70,000. 10 years or more. And I'm just saying $70,000. We're not going to talk about accrued interest or whatever returns, yields, right? $70,000. You would have that to put down on a house, a condo, something, start a business. Especially Young people living at home, we have to encourage our young people to stay home as long as they can and save as much as they can. 
all right just some food for thought just some food for thought okay business sense yeah so sports news tago stays hot throws three touchdowns for the dolphins <laughs> they look like they're working for their paycheck i may have to put my get my foot out my mouth let me put it that way <laughs> I may have to get my foot on my mouth. They seem to be doing something this season. So Tego maintained his scorching form since his return from a concussion. Throwing three touchdown passes as the Miami Dolphins beat the Cleveland Browns 39-17 on Sunday for their fourth straight win. All right. I see you, Dolphins, doing something. Up next, Browns. Will take on the Buffaloes next Sunday, and Dolphins after a bye week will host Houston on Sunday, November 27. Hmm. Yep. They distributed over 66,000 tickets for Sunday's game, which was the most since Hard Rock Stadium was renovated in 2015. Is it that we are now starting to believe in them just a little bit? I don't know. Go Dolphins. Go, go, go Dolphins. In entertainment news, Aaron Carter dies without having a will. Story courtesy of BallAlert.com. The state of California will determine who will inherit Aaron Carter's estate after learning he died without a will. Family sources told TMZ the former child star was advised by his attorney to make a will because he had a child who depended on him. Aaron and his fiancée, Melanie, shared 11-month-old uh, son, Prince, who was removed from the home by the L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services. He's been living with Melanie's mom since September. Aaron died a week ago and never got around to making his will. Fortunately, Prince will not be left in the cold. In California, when a single person dies without a will and leaves a child behind, the child inherits the parent's estate. However, sources say Aaron was not in a good financial stage before he passed. One source said he was living hand-to-mouth and would typically spend what he earned in short order. His house, however, was on the market, so his son may have security in any equity the sale brings. Aaron's cause of death has not been determined by toxicology, reports yet so the results are still pending folks age is just a number we have to get our business in order if we don't have a will please do one if you don't want to have the drama of probate and all of that do what is called a poor man's will please put whoever you want to leave your house to add their names to your home and that trust. Yep. Talk about it. Talk about it. Set yourselves up properly, folks, please. Because none of us knows the hour. Let us try to avoid unnecessary drama in our families. Because you know how we go with dead left, right? Everybody are gonna fight over everything. And then have it dragged through the court, which can become costly. If you have bank accounts, add somebody name to it. Whoever you want to leave it to, add them name to it. Whatever you got to do. Poor man's will. If not, get yourself an estate attorney and get busy. Okay? 
don't leave things up like this. Please, as you're securing the bag, secure your estate. CNN is reporting Dave Chappelle's SNL monologue sparks backlash as being anti-Semitic. Dave Chappelle's comments about the Jewish community during his Saturday Night Live monologue are being slammed as anti-Semitic. Anti-Defamation League Chief Executive Officer Jonathan Greenblatt took to Twitter on Sunday to criticize the comedian and the NBC Late Night Show. We shouldn't expect Dave Chappelle to serve as society's moral compass, but disturbing to see at NBC SNL not just normalize, but popularize anti-Semitism, Greenblatt tweeted. Why are Jewish sensitivities denied or diminished at almost every turn? Why does our trauma trigger applause? The controversial comic hosted the show and addressed the firestorm around Kanye West, who has legally changed his name to Ye following his remarks about Jewish people. Chappelle began the show by reading a statement which said, I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms, and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that Kanye is how you buy yourself some time, Chappelle joked. He went on to say that ye had broken the show business rules, which are the rules of perception. If they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it is a coincidence and you should never speak about it. Chappelle went on to talk about the abundance of Jewish people in Hollywood, but that doesn't mean anything, he said. There's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. Doesn't mean they run the place. Chappelle said he could see if you had some kind of issue, you might go to Hollywood and start connecting some kind of lines and you could maybe adopt the illusion that Jews run show business. It's not a crazy thing to think, he said, but it's a crazy thing to say out loud. Writer Adam Feldman tweeted that Dave Chappelle SNL monologue probably did more to normalize anti-Semitism than anything Kanye said. Everyone knows Kanye is nuts, Feldman wrote. Chappelle posits himself as a teller of difficult truths. It's worse. CNN has reached out to reps for Chappelle and NBC for comment. Did anybody see SNL? I didn't watch it. I haven't watched it in a long time. No, I didn't watch it either, but I plan to. <laughs> uh, me too. No, got to still go snip it. With... Yeah, I want to see it. I, 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 I think um, daily we're just like catching on to these little catchphrases and they just kind of running amok. Yeah. Kind kind of like how fake news ran amok. <laughs> yeah. I posted two videos on my Instagram if anybody wants to go check it out. They're in my reels. Um moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. You can go check it out on IG. And we can share our thoughts tomorrow on that. Um but there is an awakening. Let me just say that. And a lot of things are coming to light now. And I don't support what Kanye said. His comment was not right. What he has done, though, 
is he has raised an awareness an awareness to the truth that has been suppressed as it relates to the arts and entertainment industry for decades this actress i saw her video circulating where she's telling she's a black woman um whoever watched the movie with um kevin hart where the man said miss loretta i'm ready for the rest of the tour that actress what's her name um is it jennifer is her name she used to come on she she used to be on fresh prince of bel-air as um the aunt uh, as his aunt oh lord what the heck is her name but anyway I'm yeah anyway i gotta wrap up so she's telling kanye be quiet shh, shh. we all know what has been going on but you gotta be quiet you can't say anything and that speaks volumes folks volumes and i'll leave you with this one thank you to everyone that logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com for quality music while you work or play it's qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day thank you to everyone who listened online on q on janoradio.com download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o it is available in your apple and google play stores jano radio take us on the go and of course i gotta say thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens i am moments with me and you were listening to coffee in soul world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views always great conversation shared views varying opinions and interesting perspectives Coming up later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, live on Clubhouse. Also live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Days after dark. <laughs> Almost said sark. Days after dark. Join us for real relationship talk. 10 p.m. Eastern, set your alarms. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, when we do this all over again. This is Moments with me, signing out. I love your